Oh, and we're live. Um, I that wasn't the entrance I was hoping for, but oh, we are we, live. We are we are up and running. Yeah, there was a, some sort of glitch on the with the internet, but we're doing it. We're oh, here. Look at that. Am I? Is it just me or did three people just pop on out three of nowhere? <laughs> that is a record. Would that be a well, glitch four. in the matrix? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, gentlemen? How you guys doing? Good. Oh, it's warm in here. Warm. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, been interesting. We built an audience um, uh, for these live interviews Yeah, over the last few weeks. It, it's, it is weird. They're stopping me. So, folks, if you're, if you're watching, well, a lot of them, I think, watch after the live. Yes. Then yeah. they'll come up to me and they'll say, uh, it, it, it's kind of strange that they, they stop you at work and they whisper to you. Like, they don't want... <laughs> They don't want anyone to know they're a groupie now, you know? Hey, I seen you on that show. He's like, they're like, Hey, uh, you guys go on live again. You guys need to keep doing this. And, um, it scares me a little. Cause I don't know who they are sometimes. What, uh, why do you think they're saying that? Like we need to continue talking about the things we're talking about or what do you think it is? I, I think right now the people that have come up to me are people that are interested in what, what we were talking about as far as the contract's concerned. Yeah. But, um, I, I, there's an audience for everything. So if we were talking about protein powder, <laughs> then there's going to be an audience for protein powder. If we're talking, if we're talking about anything healthy nutrition, right? I think it's because so, you got a strong jawline. Yeah, that could be it. <laughs> so listen, I got yelled at because of the, I, when I was shaving, I didn't realize this, but I was shaving up too high. Uh, and I looked like a member of the cartel, I guess at one point, I didn't realize that. So I started letting the beard grow down further to more define the jawline a little bit better. So yeah, now you look like you're in the mob. No, yeah. I, I, well, you know what? When you say that, and I'm from Youngstown, Ohio, so that's it fits. Yeah, it fits. I guess anybody. Have you ever so seen? You let the beard come in lower. Lower. It's, did you keep it higher because of the gray? No. But listen, here's what's funny. I just realized that it's all gray below. So it was by accident that I was making sure that it wasn't, but now it's here. You got to embrace that stuff, Ron. But hey, man, my women think silver. Yeah, the, the, the silver salt and pepper fox. thing. The salt and pepper the silver thing. Silver fox. Yeah. I'm starting it's to here. get a little little gray in my facial hair too, and I'm 30. Yeah, you're. Th I was 29 when it when it popped off, and I was like, Oof, this is not 30. good. It's gonna be rough. I, I noticed gray in my nostril hair, so I think that means I'm getting old officially. They have they have those. <laughs> listen, they have those. Uh, Whatever those things are, you could buy on Amazon for your nose hair, for your ears. Mm, yeah. So I'm in that. I'm in that market now. That's what I'm, I do. Yeah. yeah. I'm in that market. You ain't even there yet. <laughs> I'm in that market now. You and uh, our good friend who is still not here in that chair over there, Mr. Cipriano Benavides. You guys have a ways to go yet before you before you run into that. But yeah, I don't know what. I, I think a lot of people are really interested in what's going on with this contract. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not. I'm not kidding you. Yesterday. Right after they announced uh, the possibility of Lordstown going back to Ultimum Cells in Lordstown, Ohio, my phone literally, I, I, I lost track around 70. 70 <laughs> calls, texts, messages on Messenger. What's going on? So the news broke. And my biggest fear was when to surprise my kids last night. So it was my 11-year-old's birthday. So he opens up his birthday. I'm on FaceTime Live. He opens up his present. And then I send a picture of the article and I tell my oldest one, I said to him, Jake, I want you to open up this one. This is an early present for you. And this is another present for Jordan. 
and he got a sentence into it and broke down. Yeah, it was, you could see the amount of stress he's been under. Absolutely. And um, broke down and there were a lot of, there was more people in the room with him, his mom, his grandparents, a good friend across the hall from where they're at. And my 11 year old and his excitement with his new hoverboard doesn't react at all. He just looks and he wants to know where this one part is for the hoverboard. <laughs> and then his mom says to him, Jordan, did you hear what your dad said? And Jordan looks at me on FaceTime. He just says, oh, yeah, I'm proud of you, dad. <laughs> and I, I, I was like, what did I do? You know, it, it, but it, you, with with Jake, Jake's going to be 14 in December. And, you know, you could see that just the breakdown, you know, as far as and immediately what I thought about was not just the fact that he was like that, but there's this is happening to thousands of kids with, you know, you think about not just not just the automotive industry. But every industry where where parents are, you know, where where places are shuttered, businesses move out, they move here, they you know cause negative impact on communities, as our you know our elite have said in their in their interviews, um, our top you know our executives, they said that the strike is a negative impact on communities as they shutter what sixty five plants in the mm -hmm. last you know ten to fifteen years, but. It, it, that's the first thing I thought of is, is just all these, all these kids that, that deal with that. Um, but that's, that's our choice, right? You know, that's, <laughs> no one told us we had to do this, this line of work, right. As we're told, so you could times. find another job, could find another job, just quit after 25 years of, of you know, <laughs> there's, there's actually a couple of people that are quitting over in my area. They're, they're done after the beginning of the year. They're just, they just really, yeah, they realize that they've had enough of GM just, but they're, why? they're like, not getting they're not getting a they're they're not their traditional or the legacy so there's no pension for them they're just they're done they're they're done after the beginning of the year they've had enough mm -hmm. they realize um the impact they realize that the benefit of having the time off that how much better they felt mentally and physically and they're they can have their their spouse works for general yeah. motors so that insurance side will still be there for them, but yeah, they're done. Come March, I wish I could quit. <laughs> you can, I can, I can. You can. No, and that's the thing about um, not having a pension is that you're not necessarily stuck there, right? And that's something that I know a lot of people were upset about was the the, the no pension thing. Yeah, it's it's not. And this is my own personal opinion. Should it have ever gone away? No, absolutely not. I mean, everything that happened in 2008. We've talked about this before, Dave. Uh, this is what our third time talking about this third or fourth. It's like our fourth, maybe our fourth time talking about this, this entire situation, getting rid of the pension was just one of those things in 2008 when they filed bankruptcy and they came to the union, they said, listen, there's going to be a ton of concessions here in order for us to survive. And then we're going to go ahead and make you whole again as time goes on. Never happened. They got rid of the pension. And I remember thinking immediately that is never coming back. Right. Um, that might be the one thing that we may or we should have stood ground on and said, that's the one thing you're not doing. Do you think that was the first time or the first, cause this is, it's like that in all industries right sure. now where mm -hmm. like even the military doesn't give pensions anymore. Yeah, it's so yeah. do you think it was like around that time where everybody stopped doing that, including not, not including just the auto industry, but other industries as well. I, I really don't know like when it all started. Uh, I don't know if we were in the middle of that. I do remember hearing beforehand from people. You're so lucky. Like in the early 2000s, late 1990s, pension. you're so lucky to have a pension. We don't have a pension. So I don't think that we were the beginning of it. 
we were somewhere in the middle. Was that something that only union shops offered or union places, workplaces offered? Uh, no, 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 not at all. Um, I, I know a ton of executive work uh, back in the day and, and maybe even now where yeah. it's not, it's not the norm, but pensions are, were, were a thing. As a matter of fact, gentleman who lived across the street from me uh, passed away not too, too long ago, about a year and a half or two years ago. Um, he retired as a supervisor uh, at a metal, at a steel producing plant in Youngstown. And he had a pension wow. um, all the way up until, you know, till he passed, he and his wife. And so that was, you know, that was, that was something that was looked forward to. Uh, you put all this time in, you know, and you gave yep. your services to the company. So they had to do something to provide for you in your right, elderly state right. as time goes on. How know? does the pensions work? Because I know that a lot of people don't understand that. So for however many hours you work, yeah. uh, for however many years you work, yeah. you get so much money allotted to you on a monthly basis. So what's the multiplier thing about? Uh, I believe it is your years of service times right now. The multiplier is 54, I believe it is right now. So if I put in 30 years of service times 54, and then you get your whatever that number comes out to on a monthly basis. Oh, okay. And a lot of people are like, well, I heard General Motors employees have pensions get $3,500 a month. Well, we get like $1,600 a month. Social security kicks in right. the rest of that. It's that's SSI or, a, you mm -hmm. know, SS that's not, that's not general motors giving us right. $3,500 right. or $3,200. Um, but that's how that works. It's not something that you can necessarily live off of without social security. Um, yeah. Uh, the healthcare benefits are especially right now. Yeah. Healthcare benefits are not <laughs> as great, uh, as when you're working for the company, but they're there. And right now with Viba, uh, that's actually worked out really well for the union when they took that over. Uh, it's it's we thriving. We talked about that last time. Yeah, it's yeah. thriving. So, I mean, there's nothing. I, I mean, if nothing else, I really wish that all of our workers who were hired after 2008 could at least have that health care from Viba added to a plan at some point uh, very shortly. Uh, maybe the next contract, that might be one of the main points to look at. Because that's absolutely insane. Um, you know, it's 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 unfortunate what's happening. You know, it's it's unfortunate, and I think what 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 amazes me is is the amount of I, I don't know if you've seen this, Ron. It's they're saying that like almost eighty percent of America is with us on on what our demands were and what we expect. That's the people that did the polls, though. Right. I mean, who's doing polls? But it's funny if, people who are on strike. <laughs> but maybe I don't know if that percentage is true. It's funny how the twenty percent is louder. The twenty percent that's against is way louder than the eighty percent for. Well, that's because of the media, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. They make us yeah. out to be the greedy and the and, and uh, you know. So they they say, look at this. They went a forty seven percent increase in wages. Yeah. yeah. The purpose of the forty seven percent for everybody who's listening right now was because we literally. Guys, when I went in 2006, if you look at a pay stub of mine, I was making about $29 an hour. Yeah, just under 30. And now I'm making $32 an hour some 16, 17, 18 years later. Mm -hmm. I mean, when you talk about wages to inflation, we're not even in the same ballpark with where we're supposed to be. Right. And and so the 47% was we're going after everything right now and then we'll go ahead and negotiate and bargain our way somewhere. And we got we got basically right in the middle. Uh, almost right in the middle of where, so you had a bargain back and forth until you finally got to where, you know, where, where 25% and then it's 25% over four and a half years. 
it's not it, right up front. Yeah, it's not up front. Yeah. It's 25% over four and a half years. And we got cost of living allowance back, but I couldn't tell. It looks like it's 12 cents an hour from what yeah, I thought yep, I saw. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, you, you have to you have to start getting back to where we have some type of purchasing power. Anybody out there who has a business, if we can't afford your product or your service, then what good is your product or your service? And then what good is your business? Right. And and middle class America seems to have forgotten this somewhere. Not only have they, have they forgotten that, but this fight is not just about or just for the auto worker. This is for middle-class America. Start standing up for what you believe in and what you feel you're worth. And, you know, people tell us about what we're, we're, we're uneducated. I always laugh at that one. Uh, <laughs> uneducated. <laughs> it, that always makes me laugh. Um, what, what else are we? Lazy. Mm. Lazy. We don't work hard. No, we don't work hard. Right. I think I burned literally like 2,200 calories today. We all worked today. We were moving. Yep. We were yeah, nine we hours were moving. Nine hours. Yeah. Yeah, they and we didn't had no team leaders offline, nobody no. to give bathroom breaks when you had to had to go. Good luck. Nobody it, to do repairs. Isn't it funny when all the TLs are online, the line does not stop. No. Yeah. It does not stop. It's because I think it's a mindset that we have. Where whether we believe it or not, I think we have this thing kick <laughs> in. And I think management loves this. You have this thing kick in where, where all of a sudden there's no team leaders. So I have to make sure that no matter what this is done right and it's done in station <laughs> and because what happens if you know all of our team leaders are online yeah and and yeah, so yeah, yeah it's I, I it's too hard to explain to somebody if an, like i told you this before i i was i was saying to dave in the one show if an emergency room doctor was trying to explain to us the stress and and, and you know that goes into that we can kind of see it, you know, obviously mm -hmm. we can see it. If you, if you watch Grey's <laughs> Anatomy, watch Grey's Anatomy or, <laughs> um, you know, anything like that, but, but in, in real life, we don't know because we're not there. Okay. So we don't really know every, all the intricate workings that go into that as, as a nurse, as a, you know, as an RN, as, as an LPN, as a nurse practitioner, as a doctor, as Everything. a surgeon. I mean, yeah. police officer, EMT, yeah, you, first responder, any first responder. Fireman, yeah, yeah. You don't understand that line of work and that stress. So for us to sit here, if they, you know, if the nursing association, okay, which by the way, the UAW covers a lot of the, these people, uh, yep. they are UAW yep. nurses. Are they not educated? <laughs> um, if, if, if they stand up and say, I'm clipping this, by the way, <laughs> what's that? I'm taking clips from you talking about the educated and not being educated. Yeah. And I'm going to promote the shit out of it. <laughs> you, you might as well. Um, what, what do we have? It's a comment, but I think it's a, it's a scam comment. So oh yeah. Yeah. But, but if you look at this, okay. If, if you look at this, if, if nurses were out on strike, the last thing I've ever done when I see them picketing is saying, how much money do they really need? How much money do they really want? They're making, oh, I seen what the administration said for yeah. the hospital. They're making like $62 an hour, but right. you don't realize everything that the hospital is rolling into that. Right. They're Healthcare, really making, everything. They're really making like $37 an hour, yep. right? Not 62, but they're rolling everything else yep. into it. And then you have, you know, and then you have people saying, well, I don't make $37 an hour, but well, they're, they're saving lives. Okay. And in my own personal opinion, they should be making $62 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And I and agree. Teachers also. Teachers, yeah. for sure, underpaid. Yeah. There was a, um, recently I, I was talking to somebody about, um, uh, teachers. They, one of the things that they were striking over was being able to get massages as part of like their healthcare package. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good thing. I'm like, there's under so much stress. 
and massages help so much with stress like stress relief it's just such a a good a good thing to do i would strike over that too yeah i mean i'm all for natural natural ways of being able to cope with stress it's very therapeutic Therapeutic modalities they call that i mean that's just something that is extremely important anybody who exercises therapeutic modalities yeah that's definitely one of them yeah i would strike over a gym membership (laughs) (laughs) and and, and we do get that we do we do get that uh reimbursement reimbursement gym reimbursement let's see if the same negative feedback comes out for the uh the blackjack dealers down in the the casinos (laughs) in detroit in detroit how much do they make or is it based on like tips and stuff They, they shouldn't make any more according to everybody else right no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, good for them, you know? I, I, yeah. I mean, I don't think you, anybody... can, you, can, you can't count tips into their wage, though, because that's not a constant stream of income. Right. Right. So how much do they make? I don't you know? know. Don't know. Don't know. I, I, I don't even know. I haven't followed that close enough. Maybe yeah. shame on me. Um, I'm broke enough. I might look for a second job, so yeah. I could maybe tell you here in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Let me know. Send me a message. Send me a message. Um, yeah, I don't know, but you, you have... You have them right now. They're on strike. Uh, Blue, Cro- Blue Cross Blue Shield. Uh, They're on strike too. We're just working on a tentative agreement. They were. Oh, are they? Do they have one? No, I'm saying us. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. They went on strike before we went on strike. Blue Cross Blue Shield. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. At least our plant, our facility. Uh, I, I middle class America. <clears throat> it's time to get tired of corporate America. It's not. It's not anything personal against corporate America. It, it, it's personal, but it's not personal. It's not like we wish ill will on people that are in corporate America. But it's enough already with this. With this profits over people. Tips yeah. are gifts, not wages. Is what uh, Karen. Karen Per. Hello, Miss Karen. Uh, Karen is a Lordstown retiree. She got moved to uh, Bowling Green for a minute. Oh wow! And then was able to retire. Um, it's been a couple of years, maybe now that she's uh, that she's been retired. But a good friend of mine for sheesh, it's been a long time, long time friend. Well, hi, Karen. Watching. Thank you for watching. <laughs> up, Thank Karen. You for watching. Hi, Karen. Um, her and her husband retirees of General. Motors. Wow, very cool. Um, so, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that kind of goes back with what she's saying there. She's howdy, like, howdy, howdy. Um, that goes back to um, um, waitresses. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, they they depend on yeah. tips. If you Absolutely. remember back in the day, was that during COVID? I can't remember where the because the tips were so bad because because they no one was was actually showing up to the restaurants because everything that was going on with COVID. Their their hourly wage, which was like three dollars an hour, it was absolutely yeah. destroying them. My my son's a server for a okay. restaurant up in Mount Pleasant, and same thing. Uh, his wage is. It might be three bucks an hour. Yeah. Um, maybe he, if he's listening right now, I don't think he's listening right now. I think he's at a birthday party. So, um, but he solely depends on tips. And um, you, there's been days I've I've heard the story. He'll he'll have a he'll put out a hundred dollar bill and they're tipping change. And 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 I know my son. My son has a gift of a, a heart of gold. So I know his service ain't. I know he's treating them with love. Yeah. And you know is yeah they, that's, a, that's a hard industry to be in yeah because it, not only yeah. is it your personality it's the personality of the person tipping you as well right? right right so you have to strike gold um which is not always that easy there's there's mom mama sarge <laughs> <laughs> what did she say in there government I don't know why the comments aren't 
Uh, sure. Up and up. Government sure taxes as if they're wages. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they sure tax as if they were wages. Always give cash. She was a waitress back <clears throat> in her heyday. Um, I remember my first job, I was 13. So I was working illegally. Um, <laughs> I was a busboy uh, at a local restaurant. Very popular local is restaurant. Is it still in business? It is not. They get shut down? It, it, because, well, of no, 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 because, because of you? Because of me. Not because of me. <laughs> it was a longtime family business. Um, Gaetano's Airport Tavern. And I was a busboy. I got... I worked, I think it was either every Friday at lunch in the summer and then Saturdays at lunch during school. I think I did it for not even a year. And I got $5 to, to send everything to the dishwasher and uh, a free lunch. And I thought I was like king of the hill. <laughs> $5 back then is like, was like $30. Yeah, I remember yeah. when I first started working, I was making six forty eight an hour. That was minimum wage. I, I had my first Obviously job. Obviously, it was lower when you hired. Four twenty-five, I think. Four twenty-five when I started. Wow. Yeah. I had my first job when I was thirteen. My, I I didn't want to wear the clothes that my dad bought me for school. He's like, if you don't like what I'm buying you, then go buy your own. And I was like, <laughs> guess I'm going to work. I was like, <laughs> can I clean up your roof and trash? And <laughs> That's the way to do it. That's the way yeah. to do it. And then, um, but when I my first job was at Meyer, my first government paid job was at Meyer, and I think minimum wage back then might have been. 385 wow it was not, but back then a gallon of gas might have been 70 cents yeah so. i mean so that's the see this is the this is the problem it, it, the way inflation has taken over it's not it's not just what we've been dealing with for the last three or four years mm -hmm. it's what we've been dealing with this has been a, a a gradual increase in separation between purchasing power you know and wages over the last 15 years well, and the catch up is not even, we're not even coming close to catching up to that situation. Well, so Tony, look at this. I mean, when I hired in back in 97, mm -hmm. when did you hire in? Uh, I was a temp in 93. I hired in full time in 95. Okay. So when I hired in in 97, I think my pay was right around 16 an hour. And that's what these guys are starting off now, 27 years later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And when I, I hired in uh, 10 years ago, I was making a 14 something. And then I, we topped out at 17 something as a, as a two tier. It, and then when they did, did away with that and did the in progression thing, then we got raises into the twenties. And a couple months ago, I was down in Howell and in driving around down there and Qdoba's hiring at 18 bucks an hour. Wow. Yeah. It, it's, it, I mean, uh, another way to put this, another way to, 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 to put this for everybody out there. When I hired in as a temp, we were called document, 25s at one point or 28s and then document two d2s that's where we, we weren't temps r2 d2 uh, yeah r2 d2s <laughs> when i hired in april of 93 as a temp i was making 13 dollars and 93 cents an hour which was good money for a 22 year old kid mm -hmm. um so 13 dollars and 93 cents and the temps now before co contract ratification are making 16 dollars and some change. Yeah. They're making $3, a little less than $3 an hour more than when I was making 30 years ago, 30 years ago. And then think about this too. Back then at that time, it, it was a one income household. We were talking about this the other day. Yeah. Um, when I heard in there, you know, the, predominantly the man was working at GM, mm -hmm. but he would, his wife would be at home and then they would have, three or four kids and then still have the lake house up north 
two both parents driving brand new cars and putting their kids through college and you they it ain't happening like that nowadays no 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 it's it's not happening like that and, and it just amazes me that people will look and say you guys are making what makes you think you deserve that type of money as if we're asking to make six figures and and we're asking for all we're, we're asking to be millionaires we're right. not asking to be millionaires we're asking to make sure that whatever we're making we're able to afford our kids a college education we're able to put a roof over their head i'm not asking for a built-in swimming pool inside the house <laughs> i'm asking for a, a, a house uh clothes for my children transportation for my children college for my children food on the table to enjoy a family vacation to enjoy taking kids here and there to enjoy for myself some some little luxuries you know yeah. just as simple things in life really <clears throat> really that help you to enjoy life while you have it and it, when when you're behind the eight ball the way we are it gets harder and harder and and so all we're saying is nothing in terms of consumer you know products and services is going everything's going through the roof I went to McDonald's about two weeks ago. I went through the drive-thru. Yeah, I know everybody out there who knows me. <laughs> oh, you're a trainer and you went to McDonald's. Yes, folks. Uh, I'm How much I'm was just, that? So so listen, Ron's like, just give us the price. <laughs> just get to the point. Get to the point. Uh, all right, sorry. <laughs> so, I'm going to tell you. I'm gonna, I promise. I promise My bad. Ron, Ron, skip, skip the foreplay. <laughs> skip the foreplay. <laughs> So, so I go through the drive-thru, right? And I get the egg McMuffin, no cheese. It because, because You're it's one of the best things you can get where it's not great, but it's not the worst thing you can get at McDonald's. I get an egg McMuffin, no cheese. I get two of them. I, I get to the window and the girl's like, that'll be $10 and 75 cents. Whoa. And I, I like, I said, I ordered two not four. <laughs> and she said, she starts laughing. She says, no, that's for two egg McMuffins. No oh cheese. My God. Just well, that. Just now, that. Now you got your raise. You can afford the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> that, that ain't even cheese. That's the problem, Ron. It's not even cheese. I don't know what that is. That's processed nightmare. More, more cheese is. for the cheese. Yeah. So, I, so, I mean, it's just, it's amazing. Like if you try to take a family of four, okay. Anywhere, Wendy's, Burger King, any fast yep. food restaurant, you are paying forty-five to fifty dollars. We went to easily Culver's. My two kids, my wife and I, um, the other day, Wednesday, I think it was our first day back, and yeah, it was like forty-five dollars, and we just got regular meals. I mean, a ha like a hamburger and fries, yeah. and and a soft drink. That was it. Forty-five dollars, and, and if we go to like a an actual restaurant where you sit down, like a not a fast food joint, just like maybe some mom and pop place. That serves burgers and fries, $65 for the four of us easily. And this is the simple things in life we're talking about. You know, that's not even drinks. Yeah. Not we're, even buying a drink. <laughs> we're just talking about a simple out to eat at Culver's. For those of you who don't know who Cul what Culver's is, it's it's basically uh Wendy's on steroids, I, I guess you could say. Way better. Yeah, way, I mean, better. way, way better. <laughs> the way butter better. burger. Yeah, but it's absolutely insane. The 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 pricing. And so I don't care if you, you know, whatever line of business you're in. You need to understand, you, you need to start figuring out what the profits are for your company, what they're doing with those profits, yeah. what the investments are, what they need to do to stay viable, to stay profitable. And also they have a handsome 
package themselves as far as what they're compensated with with uh, stock options and, and everything else that goes into that, not right. just their salary. Yeah. So you see that that's all playing out for them just fine, and they're making billions of dollars, and you're still making $14.25 an hour. That's a problem. It is a problem. That's a huge problem. Yeah. What's that's it's crazy with the percentage difference, like the ratio 212%. I think it is our CEO makes <sighs> more. Um, I, like you said, Tony, I'm not, I'm not looking to get rich or wealthy here, No, but I just want to be able to live. But I mean, it's a, it's a true testament that what we're doing is working and it's, it's just because, I mean, Sean Fain talked about it uh, yesterday or yeah, yesterday or the other day when he was uh, reviewing Stellantis's uh, Two days ago, yeah. deal. He was saying that since this, since the tentative agreement, um, Toyota and a couple other companies raise their employees yep. pay, uh, benefits, and everything. What did we talk about a couple of weeks ago? This will help everybody. Yeah, it helps everybody. It helps everybody. Management, everybody. Toyota, you're welcome. Um, <laughs> seriously, because when they look at that, this is what Toyota management does. They look at that and they say, "Oh, great! Now yep. they're going. They're going to want to organize here." Okay, this the yep. talk's going to start on the floor. Did you see what GM and Stellantis and Ford just did? What are we doing? Oh, wait a minute, guys. Here's what we're yep. going to do for your pensions. Here's what we're going to do for your hourly rate. Here's what, and and not only that, but our lower level management, management comes in different levels. Right? You have your level, I think six is your level seven, your level eight. I guarantee the that the the guys and girls raise. right there with us on the line that are running the line, the group leaders. Yeah, guarantee you they get a pay raise. Oh, absolutely. Guarantee. You. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. If and they say they them. don't, they're lying. Yeah, and good for them. Good. Don't don't think they're not standing there saying. Yeah. 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 And, and I'm not saying they don't deserve it. I, they do deserve it. And you know what? In the midst of all this, while we're just, you know, the CEO for 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 Ford, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I could swear there was a violin playing every time he talked <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I, 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 every time he every time he said something, you would just cringe. But he tried to play this, this you know he's related to Chris Farley. Is he really? Yeah. Well, I like Chris better. That's his cousin. <laughs> I was going to say that too. I like Chris better. <laughs> I like Chris better. Um, I always, you know, I, when I heard the name, I actually thought, but thought, no, looks there's like no way. Um, well, he ain't living in a van down by the river. <laughs> no, but, listen, they're, they're talking about, they're going to, this is literally going to bankrupt us as a company. And then GM, they were saying, this is going to bankrupt us. Yeah, no this way. Is, this is holding us to the fire and, and causing what could be the end of, of, you know, this corporation, so to speak. Uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing obviously there. And I turn around third quarter profits, $3.1 billion, $44 billion in net revenue. And there are $1 billion in profit ahead of right now where they were a year ago, all in the middle of a strike. They had record profits in COVID. They had record profits in part shortages. Mind you, we weren't building for a part of, the, part yeah. of that year. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. With that chip shortage, and they still had record profits. Yeah, which is insane. And it's funny, like, when all this came out, the first thing, I, one of the first things I seen in the media was, well, the price of cars are going to go up now that they're getting a raise. Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, well, the price of cars have went up over the last how long without a raise? Yeah. There was a guy that was on social media, and I say a guy because... I mean, basically, he's just giving an opinion. He's not anyone tied to the automotive industry. And he said, oh, I, I see that the price of vehicles will be going up now. Thanks a lot, auto workers. And it's wow. it's not I, I, 8 to 12% of the cost of the vehicle to produce the vehicle is from labor costs. 8 yep. to 12%. We I are not. I said it was like 4%. Somebody said 4%, and I think they're. 
Oh, they're a little low on that. They're a little yeah. low. But here's the thing. Excuse me. But here's the thing. So eight to twelve percent. In the last sixteen years, like I said, my my wages have gone up three percent. Wages have gone up about three percent. Mm-hmm. The cost of the vehicle has gone up thirty six percent. Explain to me well, how in the and, world that even comes well, out and, and averages that, anywhere. Well, then look right. at look at it as well as this, Tony. Over those number of years, look how many of the work our workforce has retired and that the new workforce comes in Makes making less. making half right. of what those workers that have replaced them yeah. or the cars that are made in mexico blazers what is that a forty thousand dollar car no i don't i, 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 mean, I have i haven't looked at I the price of a blizzard more. but I, they're they're pay down there's three to four bucks an hour well yeah they just got a raise i think it's up to three dollars <laughs> and 90 cents an hour now wow. they're living large um, I, I, listen, I had people that went down to Mexico to the, one of the plants down there, they had to do, they had to shadow, uh, the management teams down there. Um, when we were building the cruise in Lordstown, I think the cruise, the, the sister cruise was being mm-hmm. built down there. Right. And they went down there and, and they came back and, and they told me, they said, you wouldn't believe how it operates there. They have buses that go to the people's homes and pick them up Oof. and bring them to work and bring them home and feed them three meals a day, feed them three meals a day. How many hours do they work? I don't know, but he didn't really say that, but he's, uh, and then that was before they were making $3 and 90 cents an hour. And they're really happy about it. And, and that's, that's great. That's great. Yeah. But that's ridiculous. At the same time, it's ridiculous. Especially when, yeah, each car is sold for 40 plus thousand dollars. Yeah. Minimum, minimum, minimum. Yeah minimum we're, we yeah. can, we can get up into the 60s easy with some of the vehicles yeah. coming out of out of mexico so explain that to us yeah. explain why you have to raise that i mean what kind of what kind of tariffs are you paying on these vehicles as they're coming back in right um it's just it's very interesting they're talking about needing the profit to invest I, i'd love to sit down with them and talk to them seriously because You're not educated enough i think well here yeah, yeah. Say <laughs> i think a lot of people a lot, a lot of people think that we're mad that that our company is is very profitable. No, I love the fact that we have the right people in place that know how to keep this company viable. But there's a there's a difference between moral and greed, and 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 you know decision making, and it's it's starting to cross over into greed just a little bit now. And what I'd like to know from them is when, um, as I lost, I, I, as I lose my train of of thought because my <laughs> my head's going in fifty different directions. It's just it's hard you like to, to sit down with them. And talk to them. Yeah, I would love to sit down and talk to them and just ask them what when you talk about you need the profits that you're making on a yearly basis in order to reinvest these profits into EV technology. Where's the money going from the United States government that has given you billions of dollars? General Motors, Stellantis, Ford. You've been allotted billions of dollars in taxpayer money to help with your investment in research and development r&d for future you know future prospects future aspects in terms of building electronic you know electric vehicles so where did all that money go that that you're being given you're being allotted by the united states government that you need all 13 billion dollars on top of that and it just it makes me it makes me sit there and wonder you know where 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 is somebody lying at just a little bit I mean, it has to be somewhere. Unfortunately, you could sit down and talk with them, but they ain't going to give you a right answer. No. They, they ain't going to give no. you an answer. No. They'll give you an answer, but it ain't going to be the right one. 
And here's the thing. Do I really, I mean, do they really care what I think? Absolutely no. not. No, there's right now on the live, there's nine people watching and Mary is not one of them. <laughs> right? The CEO for our company, this is Mary Barra, is not one of the people watching this, this, this particular episode. Well, she's probably watching. She's probably watching right hey, now. Hey, Mary, how you we doing? We know who is Hi, Mary. I'll tell you who is watching. Mary, if you're watching, I have a Patreon. Please donate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. My mo my mother made a dollar twenty five an hour minimum wage when Jimmy Carter was president. Yeah, I I, I was like, jeez, I was like, I think I was six years old when Jimmy Carter was president. Six, seven, eight, nine years old. Um, that was a long time ago. So the base a starting rate for a, a Chevrolet Blazer that's made in Mexico is thirty six thousand four hundred and ninety five dollars. There okay. you go. That's the base rate. That's base the base rate. rate. Yeah. That's literally yeah. the base rate. So you're talking way over 40 as, as you continue to add the options yeah. to the vehicle. Huh? And they're making four bucks an hour. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. But uh, well, you got to figure that when Lordstown was open, the Chevy Cruze pr sold probably roughly around for 20 because uh, I bought a Cruze. Yeah. When I first hired in at GM, I paid $25,000 for it and it was almost fully loaded. What year? It was a uh, fourteen, two thousand fourteen. Okay. okay. Um, RS, RS package, um, turbo, and everything. Okay. Um, Fast and furious over there. Huh? Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I, I was, I was, I got hired in. I'm like, I need a, I need a cool car, and so it was cool looking, and I got it. But yeah, twenty five thousand dollars, and that was built here in the United States, and they're building that in Mexico is thirty five thousand. Well, they built the two door there, I believe, or was it Brazil? They built the two door. We only built the four door. Okay. Yeah, mine was a four door. Yes. Yeah. So your car came from Lordstown. Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Um, it's so it's so interesting. In in two thousand, not to change the subject, but it, it kind of made me think about something. So when we when we landed the cruise at Lordstown, that was a big deal. You know, I believe uh, president of General Motors Operations is it Mark Roos? Uh, he was there for the grand, you know, revealing of the new car, and it was a pretty cool little car. I mean, we really liked mm -hmm. it. And um, it was the only car we were building. That always made us nervous. Why we we were normally you know a two car operation, and we were. What did always, you guys build before that? Uh, we built the Cobalt. Oh, okay. Um, and then before that was the the Sunfire, the Sunbird. Oh, yeah. Those the, are good cars. The Cavalier. They're still running around on the road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I, I, I see a Cavalier every now and then. I'm like, wow, that car's got to have 400,000 miles on it. Did you guys build the two door and four door version of those? <sighs> I can't remember. Wow. We built the Cavalier station wagon. I've never seen when that. I first started. You're too young for that, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Cavalier station wagon. I think it's bananas. I listened to the, one of the last episodes you guys did, and I heard that when 97, was it 97, you bought a fully loaded Tahoe for 27 grand? 20, 26.8. <laughs> what are they, 90 now for that same yeah. same equivalent? Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. all our fault. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's all our fault. It's all our fault. <laughs> Make too much money. Uh, so, so when, so 2011, 2012, 2013, 14, we were, in JD Powers, we were at the top when it came to quality. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the 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 cruise in its segment in its market was top notch. It was making tons of money for General Motors all the way through 2014. We were the we were by executives. We were told we were the savior of General Motors coming out of bankruptcy. And, and 2015, we got a new CEO, <clears throat> and all of a sudden, all of a sudden things changed. And, you know, it, it was, 
And, and one of the biggest things that we noticed that changed was the marketing of the cruise. No more commercials. No more. There were there, you know, we, there was no more where you would find the cruise at an enterprise car rental, you know, or, or any, it wasn't, you know, out there as a fleet right. uh, car anymore. It wasn't out there in, in newspapers and magazines. It was like the marketing for it completely stopped. And I, I personally believe that's when they started already getting the ball rolling for the closing of Lordstown. I really do. And, and at that, I'll never, I'll never not think that just everything just fit right in gm wasn't the only one that did that though right there was a lot of car companies that got rid of sedans uh, over correct? time over yeah. time over time well domestic yes right i don't think foreign though i think foreign car companies looked at this as an opportunity yeah, to they grow still, they to still, grow their market yeah. yeah yeah to grow their segment and they they did i mean they did if somebody likes small cars and there's hundreds of thousands of people that want to drive small cars. Yeah. What are they going to do? Especially like uh, if you go like out west, mm -hmm. like New Mexico, Arizona, those like those places. And even down south, most people drive like small four cylinder vehicles, like cars. I've yeah. seen them everywhere. Yeah. Everybody has them. I don't know. Like somewhere along the line, we went from what does the customer want to we're going to force this down your throat. Right. It just seems that way to me. I mean, and, it's like that right now with the electric vehicles. Yeah. I mean, that's, it, it's, it's not about, it's not about let's, let's find out what the customer wants and let's, you know, let's see what we need to do. Yeah. Let's, let's formulate a plan to make sure they, we get what the customer wants out to them. Now it's, it's, we're going to, we're going to be all EV by 2030 and you're going to follow suit whether you like it or not. And I just, I don't understand that. I, I, I don't, I, I'm not all on board with the, the environment thing, you know, as far as what the government is saying, the government is saying that in order to protect us from the environment, the way it is now to make the environment better, yep. we have to be all EV by 2030. Yeah. Uh, and there's so many different things about EV that are not environmentally safe. I don't see it. The batteries, I don't I see mean, it. The batteries are the biggest problem. Yeah. Mining the lithium for the batteries and, and that in of itself is, is a disaster right now. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, 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 it's pressure. And I don't know how this all plays out when it's all said and done. I really don't. The infrastructure is not set up for this. It is not. So we're going to have to wait and see. Now, am I against a, an EV? No, no, right, I'm not right. against it, but don't force it down my throat. Yeah. Yeah. How it, many resources go into making an EV vehicle? I mean, you think about these factories that they're building, the battery factories, how much of that factory is going to be green? I'll find out. I'll find out. Maybe there's a possibility I'm going to find this out in the near future. And that's not even a done deal yet. What's the other thing besides lithium? I'm trying to think of the name of Co cobalt. Cobalt. Yeah. cobalt. Yeah. That too. That's, they can only find that in a couple of places in the world, right? Yeah. It's the, if uh, I'm not the mistaken. Amazon. Yep. The Amazon and yeah. the Congo. So that, that, that of itself, getting it mined and then getting it here. She said, What's, so what was the outcome of the contract? We probably should talk about yes. that. Yeah. Um, so we have that pulled up. Let me add it to the screen. David is going to add to the screen. There we go. The highlights. The are highlights. The highlights of the. I am setting eyes on this for the first time. For the first time. All right. Hold on. It's not letting me. How come nobody on our bargain committee ever, ever uh, smiles? They got to look serious. Got to look gangster. Got to look gangster. Got to look gangster. All right, so the 10% of the 401k, I can't talk right employer. now. Employer. Employer contribution. That's because you're uneducated. So, uneducated. Very uneducated, <laughs> yes. 
uh, $1,500 voucher for towards a vehicle. Um, cool. <laughs> uh, Cola reinstated. Just just transition battery work under master agreement. Um, that's pretty vague. It, it is. Well, these, being that these are the highlights, what we have, ladies and gentlemen, we have a whiteboard. Is that what they call it? Uh, where oh. it's more detailed white book, I white, think. white book. I think that's yeah. what they said earlier. The white yeah. book where it's more detailed uh, for us to be able to look at. It's, it's like a Webster's dictionary, I think. Uh, and we have to really look at what everything is. I know the 10% 401k employer contribution. So basically anybody who was hired after <clears> 2008 <throat> does not receive a pension. But what GM wants to do is what were they offering? Uh, it's like 6.2%. 6.2% match. Yep. Now they want to go between eight and ten percent, or here it says ten percent. Yeah, and that's not necessarily that you have to contribute anything to your four hundred one k. I don't think so. From what I understand, they'll put ten percent of whatever no their gross what. earnings were right. uh, into into your four hundred one k. So that's what I guess that is what they're going to do for anybody hired after two thousand eight that does not have a pension. So I would. Well, that's that. great if they don't. That's great if they don't have to put in and right. they still put in but is that is that for sure they're that they're putting in that 10% whether they put in or not that is I what know. i read but i literally read it one time so i can't be for sure if somebody's watching that um that knows the true answer to that by all means let us know there's i don't know why this it's funny like we talked talked earlier i've i've had a couple the younger you know Hate to say younger kids, but they to me they are, but yeah. they're in their young twenties and they say to me, It sucks that you you know, we don't get a pension like you do. I'm like, man, if you play your cards right, smart with your money, invest it, do it right with your 401k and have them match it, you could be done faster than 30 years and still have more money. Yeah. But yeah. but they still wanna they wanna buy their 19 different PlayStations and have Four different TVs for it, you know. You can tell they're not, they're not smart with their money. No, yeah. and neither was neither was I at twenty two. Oh no, 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 not at all. But it was I. Um, it, so I still I ain't. A, and I'm forty nine. I bought a brand new cruise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I mean, you know, basically with that four hundred one k, that is a kind, of, that is a nice investment for me. For me, I wish that there that there can be some type of health care. After retirement, Viva after retirement offered to them and the 401k plan. Yeah. That to me would make me feel a little bit better for them as far as, you know, solidarity and looking out for uh, fellow brothers and sisters. I, I'm, I'm, yes, I'm, yes, I'm a pension person. I, I because I deserve it. No, because I got lucky. Right. I, I hired in when I did. It's, it's pure luck. It's not because I build the car better than everybody else. So, you know, that's something I'm grateful for. But I, I think you have to adjust your sales at some point and something else people have to realize there's stipulations in the contract always that if certain expectations are not met um, and I don't know if it's just from net revenue or if it's from profitability or what it is where you have to be in the red at where and for how long you have to be there, they could start working on ways to come after the pensions for everybody who has one. It's not etched in stone. It's not etched in stone. It's something it's, they could take away anything. Yeah. Right. yeah. If General Motors goes under, uh, which they're not going to, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're done. We don't get a pension. My, we're making too much money now. So yeah, that's true. We're, we're, you we're, know, we're, one thing I heard that um, someone said to me that um, VR, if we use a VR day, 
that it won't go towards our overtime for the week. Mm. It's either the VR or the VP. It's either the vacation day with pay or the sick day, which were allotted five a year. Um, it won't go towards. So in other words, if you work, if, if you call in on a Tuesday, it won't go. So if we, if you call in on a Tuesday, we work that Saturday, right? You're not work. You're straight time. It's straight time, it's straight time on Saturday. Time. Yeah. yeah. But it's like that right now, right? Nope. No, you no, no. You get time no. and a half. For yep. that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you call in on a Saturday. Yeah. Yes. It's time and a half. Yeah, but even to, but no, but even if you call in on a Tuesday and still work your Saturday, you'll get time and a half. But from what I hear, if it's vice versa. Well, now going forward, what I heard is that if you call in on a Tuesday, we work Saturday, that VR day won't go towards your overtime. Right. What? Yeah. So you could work Saturday for straight time? Yes. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. So, I mean, that's one. That's one. Uh, and then I heard the FMLA is changing as well. Yeah, I did hear that. So the FMLA yeah. is actually going back to what the way the government had, wanted it to has it uh, with any other type of corporation. Yeah, it's like that everywhere. It's it, like that everywhere. And so everybody out there with FMLA, um, it, it's it's really all that they're doing is they're going to follow corporate guy. They're, they're the federal guy government. Guideline. Yeah, GM federal. was what GM was doing was given the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, and then all the abusers came in and just took advantage that's, of it. And that's what pisses me off. People you, say the abusers, but they also they also created this culture. They created a culture where people feel like they have to abuse the system because they don't give you time off. I, yeah, I could recant that 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 statement, but you got people that No, I blatant, I, I, I understand what you're saying. Take, I won't say abuser, take advantage of it. Yeah. So we have yeah. listen, we have we have a huge basket of apples. Right. And you're going to have the majority of the apples are good apples. Then you have two other types of apples. You have the apples that aren't yet quite rotten. <laughs> and then you have the apples that are just flat out rotten. Okay. <laughs> and thank God it's the the less of the of, of all the percentages. Right. But because of these three or four here, that you have these 50 great apples. Then you have you have about eight or nine that um they're not bad. Okay. But they're they're starting to you know take advantage, and then you have these three taking yeah. advantage, and it ruins it for anybody it. in the good apples yeah. Yeah. that need FMLA. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's anywhere you go though. And if you're mad at me, you work for GM, and you're mad at me right now, you're probably one of those <laughs> bad apples. <laughs> so I mean, listen, if you're somebody that just doesn't show up for work, everybody life will get you, and when life gets you, sometimes you need time out of work. <laughs> That's, that's, that's a given, right? That's a given. You, sometimes you can't be there. If, um, so I know that. Yeah. (laughs) So, so, so let's say I'm going to use me as an example. (laughs) Let's say my kids need me back at home. My son's having surgery. Right. All right. I I have to go home. I don't have any vacation day. I don't have any sick days. I have to use FMLA. I have to, I got to get home to surgery. Right. Let's say I just wake up and I'm like, oh man, that, the, the game's on <laughs> Michigan state and in, in Michigan are on go green, go white. I, I can't go to work today. I, I mean, do we do it? We do do that sometimes, right? Everybody does that here. Everybody and there. Does it. But don't, don't sit there and complain that you didn't get paid vacation right. because you decided that today you wanted to watch the game. It doesn't, <laughs> it, I, I understand what you're saying. I'd rather watch the game than work too. Right. But you know, sometimes we complain about things that, you know, and then what happens is the people that need it, because yeah. they definitely need time out of work, yeah. You know, for for so many different reasons, they're the ones that are gonna get screwed. Well, and not only not only that too, Tony and Dave, that 
to get approved for it now is way harder than it was when it first started. Yeah. I mean, you got to jump through the hoops to get it. Is that something GM's doing? Because it's done through like a third party uh, Stellant- company. Or not Stell- Stellantis. <laughs> Stellantis. <laughs> Stellantis. Yeah, Stellantis is in the behind the scenes there. Um, what are they? Um, that's Sedgwick. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sedgwick. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> they build cars too. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, it's unfortunate because FMLA is definitely something that is a necessity for so many people, and I can't stand when when you get your. I, I've heard people say this before. You know, you you get people sometimes they'll say, "I'm not just talking about auto workers, by the way, everyone. I'm talking about anybody who is working anywhere." And they say, "Yeah, I got the golden ticket <laughs> at work." You know what that means? <laughs> yeah, yeah, wrote up. I got the yeah, I got the golden ticket. And well, no, they're saying they're saying that. They have FMLA. They have FMLA. So if they oh. don't feel like going to work, well, I heard it for don't... write-ups too. Yeah, when you get the yellow sheet oh, for uh, being wrote oh, up. Oh no, no, I'm talking about <laughs> the I'm talking eight. about like a guy that's not doesn't even work at GM or, or or for the auto industry. Oh right, okay. He says, yeah, I got the golden ticket at work, so if I don't feel like going in, I don't go in. <laughs> what, what the hell is that? Right? I mean, like, you if there's a reason why you're not going in, that's just uh, I I could never, I'll never, be, I could never be in charge of any like labor relations or anything like that, <laughs> because be I'm for, I'm for the hard workers and I'm for the people that need something because right, they right. got something going on. And so to be there for them, and yeah. I don't have time for this small group over here. That's completely screwing the majority of the people <laughs> up. You know what I mean? Well, you, the, 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 those people that are screwing it up for everybody, those are the same people that will, that will take advantage of the FMLA. Then they're posting pictures of themselves on a the beach. Yeah. And- <laughs> Mm, yeah. yeah so certain the, people so have been fired for that so the whole thing with the with the fmla it, it's partially because they wanted to go back to federal standards and it's also partially because they're tired of the bad apples and, and it ruins it for what is literally the majority of the people that actually need it for so many different reasons and and so that's unfortunate but that's where we're at so uh just to highlight some things um let's go back to the top hold on I'll put pull it back on the screen. <clears throat> uh, oh, I'm all the way at the top. All right, so we got cost of living. Cost yeah. of living's back. Um, just transitioned to battery plants. Five thousand dollar ratification bonus. And also, I heard that for the people that were on strike, we're going to get some sort of back pay some sort of pay for that yeah from from what i understand there's a um whatever the formula is going to be per day that you were on strike right that'll be rolled yep. into your ratification bonus oh okay i that's what i'm assuming i don't think I, it's gonna be paid out over uh i thought it was i thought i heard somebody say it was a hundred dollars a day maybe is that, is that, that's what ford it? did okay yeah so 100 paid, to 110 paid parental leave what is that don't know don't know i'm a parent yeah. Mean, I could just leave. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a parent. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think it's two weeks and I think it's paid. Yes. And it, you know, it can't be if you are expecting, uh, as a mom, you know, or if you're a dad who wants to be mm-hmm. home when your wife has the baby. Yeah. So it, it, that's way more than two weeks. That's, yeah. That's what that's three months, I believe. 12 it's weeks, eight, six weeks, six weeks. Yeah. Oh, is it six weeks? Yeah. Okay. So, so. Monday. But you can get up to 12 weeks of like FMLA. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Again, there's, I might pay- be wrong on that. So, so is, is, the, so is the paid parental leave, is that considered maternity leave? I have no idea. I don't that's... think it is. I think it's for something else. And I don't know what though. So, because so, I, I think it would be great for, you know, like for instance, for you, like you and Amanda, Dave, like what if your kids are sick? 
then you're burning your VR time right. or Amanda's burning right. her VR time. And then when you guys get sick then you're just screwed, yeah. then you're getting rode up because you got to take those extra days off. I wonder if that falls into that. So like the paid parental leave, if your kids are sick, can you, I wonder if it's, could you delve into that? I wonder what, if that's I mean, possibly, what, you know what I mean? That's questions you have to ask at the, you know, you got kids that, you know, you got parents that are at work with their kids in daycare. And if they get just a runny nose, they're not allowed to go to daycare. Right. Yeah. So those, those parents are definitely calling in that day. And then when they get sick, they're out of VR time. Edward Dudley has something. There. You know, Ed, do you know, Ed? I do not know it. He ran the uh, the the marathon that I did. He did the half marathon. What the, uh, oh, okay. Um, what did what did he say? The attendance. Hold on, I'm trying to pull it up. Uh, the the attendance was changed for an extra step, but I also hear tardiness is part of Doc Eight now. That's all. Those are all good questions we need to ask. Tire. I know. I know tardiness was always frowned upon more than being absent. Yeah, I, I did seriously. hear this. Mm -hmm. I, seriously, I did hear this. And Ed, if you if it's you know the step. answer, let, let us know. Ed, if you know the answer to this, I did hear that if you are going to be tardy, you have to call in. You have to call in, like call in, like yeah. call in, call in, like call your boss. I think. What call yeah. your boss or yeah or, or not the not the one eight hundred? I don't know. Huh. Is it the way the so if I don't know if we have any members of the UAW Facebook page on here yet. Um, <laughs> I'm assuming we don't, or this thing will be blowing up with people yelling, <laughs> yelling at us left and right. I've never seen so many upset people in my life, but um, <laughs> according, <laughs> did you ever go on there? Oh yeah. yeah. You go, if you read three comments, not only do you lose brain cells, <laughs> but you lose, but, but you literally, I'm out of breath. My face is red. I don't even know why I'm upset. <laughs> and, and I, I got to go outside for a walk. I, I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, you feel like you need to go give somebody a hug. I mean. Yourself? It's, I, the, the, I don't know why we're, like, I get why it's a serious situation. I don't get how going on and just literally going off every day. It's the same people just going off. It's not going to help anything. It's not going to change anything. Because um, misery loves company, man. Yeah. I mean, that's, they're that's, looking for it. I didn't hear that, but so, yeah, but it wasn't it considered a shop rule last contract. That's I, a good question. I don't know. Yeah. What is that? Tardiness? Yeah. Tardiness being a part of a doc of doc eight. I think it actually is or has been part of a doc eight. Yeah. I thought it was a shop rule. Wasn't it a shop rule? Could I don't know. I've been know. in trouble for everything, man. <laughs> it all, I, the, all the sheets are the same color, man. They're all gold. Folks, when we're talking about the bad apple, we're talking about Ron. Yeah. But I don't FMLA, man. I just, yeah, not afraid to get rode up. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes but you... It, it, life it, gets in the way. As so we'll just put it that way. Life, yeah, get, life got it, in the way, so... Well, the, listen, and what did I say? I said sometimes that's the purpose of, of having that right. is because of that. Yeah, because that's that's true. That's a serious situation. Yeah. So I mean, the people that say, "Well, I'm going fishing because I got the golden ticket," and so then you're they're you're in shock because right. you're in trouble. Right. Right. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, there's people that would have FMLA, and then they would they would there was a guy that had FMLA, and he would run a, a fish charter during the summertime. I know they, who you're talking about. <laughs> I think we might have talked about this. I know who you're talking about. Did he get fired for it? They hired I think he's still working there. They hired an investigator and they caught him. Okay. 
right? So Does his name start with a B? I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, I thought he. I thought he was still. He, I thought. I, I should text him to see if he's still working. Yeah. <laughs> Do it right now. No, I'm just kidding. Why don't we just post names? And, <laughs> no, but so listen again. You have sixty apples. Fifty of them are great, and then you got a few of them that are bad. The only thing that makes me mad about all these rule changes and things like that is because of the the small percentage mm -hmm. that that caused the problems for so many great workers. And I'll be the first person to say I know for a fact. 90% of our workforce are fantastic. I, I had, I had gotten FMLA once back. It was 10 years ago when my dad was passing away and mm -hmm. he was living in Florida at the time. And I was starting to go down there every other weekend. And when I got approved for FMLA, they unlimited me. And I asked the lady, I'm like, wait a minute. Are you telling me I don't have to go to work for the rest of the year? She's <laughs> like, make sure you call both numbers. At that time, when my dad was passing away, I still didn't take advantage of it. I think I might, from the time I got it in March to the time he passed away in September, I might have used 10 days, maybe. But like, you know, like you said, I didn't, yeah. I didn't take advantage of it. I very well could have, but I felt guilty yeah. for doing that. See, you, you could have, and understandably I would have felt, so. Right. Understandably so. Who in the world would even, and, and if somebody did have a problem with it, I mean, that's the last thing you should care about i mean right. that's a serious there, there's yeah. there i mean it doesn't get much more serious than that right. you know what i mean right. and somebody so, dying yeah i mean so it, that's that's a i mean that's part of the they're they're arguing about that a lot and i, I don't know you know where to go with that i, I want to point out with something here on the tuition assistance folks I, i'm going to say this to you and I'm i'm going to ask you to please always look into this if you notice that tuition assistance is $8,000, I believe a semester. I don't know if it's a semester or not. I, it, does say, it does uh, say. It does say. Yeah. But it, it actually increased. And then now your spouse even, uh, it says dependents reinstated at $1,600. I, I graduated from college with a degree, uh, Bachelor of Science in Business Administration. And that's thanks to General Motors. Use, I don't care if you're going to use this degree or not to, a, to a, you know, to whatever extent you may use it or may not use it, take advantage of being able to use, and it doesn't have to be a college degree either. I don't think it's a call. It'd be it, like certificates yeah, or things like that. Yeah. Use this and, and, and take advantage of what they're offering you to further educate yourself and whatever you may think about going into. So that if you don't stay with general motors, yep. you have that background yep. and any walking in with that in your hand is like a loaded weapon. You know, mm -hmm. going into a that's free uh, money. Yeah, that it, is free money. It's free it's money. More tools in your tool belt. Yeah, when you're it's able to free go to money. Take advantage of that. I got my, my roommate who's up with <laughs> up here with me from Lordstown. He got his bachelor's degree using General Motors tuition assistance. He got his master's degree, and now he's going. And, and I don't even know what he's going for now. He's going for some other type of special certification that he's going for, and it's all it's all on General Motors dime. I think like almost eighty to ninety percent of it. Wow. I'm going to start utilizing it myself yeah. next year. Take advantage of that. People, I know there was one person that said on the members of the UAW's um, Facebook page, he said, he said, well, they're just increasing that because they know, they know nobody uses it. Well, then use it, use it. I mean, take advantage of it. I, I'm, I'm telling you guys, you, you won't, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong with that. So I just, I see that. And, and I, and then I saw his comment and I, I thought, no, that's not how you should be looking at that. And you knew how uneducated we all are. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. Uh, and another thing, 
here, here, and you guys tell me what you think about this. When I got hired in, in 1995, it was a three-year uh, progression to, to, to top rate. So I got hired in, and then six months later, I got a raise. Six mm -hmm. months later, I got a raise. And at the end of three years, I was at top rate. A lot of people are seeing that it's at three years now, and I think there's a little bit of a mis misunderstanding. They dropped that. That was at eight years. For everybody out there who's not, you know, an auto worker with with General Motors, it was at eight years at one point in order to help the company save money over time. It took me nine years to yeah, top but, out. But that's after they got hired in. Yes. So it right. could be a temp for two years. Right. So right. actually, that'd be a tenure. Right. Yeah. So now there's a there's a progression as a temp to get there faster to yeah. get hired. And it only takes three years. And a lot of people are coming on and saying, well, there's still a tier system. That's not, that's not a tier system, ladies and gentlemen. That is how it was before. And all that, that you know, President Fain and, and the negotiators did was get it back to where it was at before the bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. And that's what we were, that's really what we were asking for. We're not going to, you're not, you don't go to any job, walk in day one, and they say, we're going to pay you as much as this young lady over here who's been with us for 10 years. Right. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. You have to progress to a certain extent. It, the, it, what we were mad about is the ridiculousness on how long it was taking to get to top rate. It was absolutely ridiculous. So that's one thing. Another thing people have to understand, people right now that are in progression, they're getting upset because, well, they've, they've been there for a year, one full year, full time. Yeah. Now they want to go to top rate right now. No. What's the, what is it? Three years? Yep. You have one year in, you have two more years to go. Yep. Now, if they were to say to you, no, you start now and you have three years, I'd have a problem with that. Right. Right. But if you already have one or two years in, then you have one or two more years to go. If you already have three years in, then you're there. You're there. If you have four years in, you're behind a year, you'll go right to top you're right. right there. Yeah. So some people are mad because they're saying, well, I had to go through that whole eight year process. Yeah, I know. But you, you have it's to now, start somewhere, but it's now fair for the the next generation. Yeah. And, and, and right. but a lot of time, but too, you know that that's what's funny is like when we do go to strike, we're also fighting for the future employee and future workforce. Yeah, you know we're not just fighting for ourselves. And you get a lot of people that say, "Well, that's not fair. I had to do this." Well, that's why you're fighting. Yeah. That's why you're striking, that you're in the fight to help your the future workforce so they don't have to go through what you did. Right. Yeah. That's the way it should and be. And some people just don't get that. No. Yeah. And and I'm going to say something to the legacy workers. I'm one of you. I'm one of you. So I get to tell you. All right. I, <laughs> I, I get to tell you because I'm one of you. Stop it already with this. We're not getting as much of an increase as, as somebody who is... Uh, in their second year of progression, they're going to go. So you have some people that are that have been there for four years. They were it was going to take eight, but because of this new contract, they're going to be right there with us now at that. I forget what it is, 35, 80, 82. I'm not sure what, what mm -hmm. the number was. And so they're gonna they're going to get almost an eight dollar an hour raise, right. at, especially with the cost of living. Yep. They could have actually be $36 with the cost of living or close to it. Yeah. And we're only going to get a close to $4 an hour raise. Yeah. Well, why are they getting so much more? If you look at what you've been making more than them over the past, since they've been hired, it's in the thousands and thousands Tens. and thousands Tens. of dollars. Yeah. So now they're never going to get up to where you were at. There's there, that money is never, never going to be recuperated. Never. Yeah. And you guys are looking at it completely wrong. 
The whole purpose is to get us all on the same level and equate us. It's not for, well, we should all, and, and then we all need to jump up to $42 right now. That $42 for everybody at home, we're so far behind the eight ball that even with this contract, we're still behind we're, the eight we're, ball. We're still going to be way behind it. We are. And this is where everybody's angry. And I get it. I, I do. I get it because it's that frustration that a lot of people don't know about. It's just coming out now because it's so, uh, you know, the media, everyone, it's so focused on right now. But we've been fighting this fight internally. And I think the problem is, is that these people don't, you know, what people may not understand is everybody's frustrated because their thought process is it's been 16 years we should be at 47% higher than we were in order to make up for everything we've already lost. That's why it's called bargaining. I mean, that's why it's called negotiating. Yeah. They're going to get so much and then you're going to have to live to fight another day. And guys, if you think that, that under the old, your favorite word, under the old regime, <laughs> under the old Don, Dar Don, Don, <laughs> Darth Don, Vader, Don, Hitler, Corella Deville, <laughs> and all the rest of these people that were that were our international union, if you think we would have got even close to where we're at now, I'll give you a story real quick. I'm gonna program that theme song into my sound machine. Dun, dun, Every dun. Time I push this button. <laughs> <laughs> That's a that's a I, that would be a copyright issue. I don't know. <laughs> it I'll might have to get a hold of C3PO. But <laughs> better so, get a hold of Disney on yeah. that. So listen, in 2019, okay, the International Union came to Lordstown and stood right there with us. The international, I'm talking the highest up there too, and stood there in a in a circle of us, all right, right at the A33 doors and over on final line tire hang, <laughs> and was through, they were telling all of us we were asking about SAR, um, SA, um, early retirements and everything. Is it SAP? I think it is. And and they started yelling at us. We're not giving in that way. This is a fight. It's either Lordstown, Baltimore, Detroit, Hamtramck, or no contract. First of all, I thought that was crazy because you can't just make it all about us in the international contract. It's got to be about everybody. So I thought that was weird. But I was like, okay, that's a big statement you're making. And then when we sent everybody up there during contract talks, and there was a big bus ride up there, and they called our shop chairman in, and he gave an emotional speech to everybody, you know, that was inside the room. And um, I heard it was a great speech, actually. And then after that was over, and they did some more negotiating, and then they called him back in and told him we did everything we could. There was nothing more we can do. 2019. 2023, Fane not only gets Belvedere back for Stellanus that was shuttered, mm -hmm. but also gets Lordstown workers the opportunity to go back home. Yep. So if that was all that they could do back then, look what they did even yep. more so now. This contract is five times better than we would have ever seen. What have we gotten since 2015? A 6%, 12% almost increase altogether? 3%, 3%, 3%, whatever. I thought it was 6% total. In, in the last, yeah, in the last nine years. Oh, yeah. yeah. So probably 12%. Here, yeah. here we are at 25%. Like, I, I, people have to like step back from the anger because it's what we call, it's what we call uh, incidental emotion. We're, 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 we're getting emotional based on incidents that we've already experienced. Mm -hmm. And so I get it. You know, I understand where, where that's coming from. But you have to understand that what we've gained is is literally double than we would have ever gained under 
who was who was in uh, the old regime, the old regime, <laughs> easily, <laughs> easily. And and some people might not want to hear that, but it's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah, I'm not saying that I I agree with everything in there. I don't. I don't agree with everything in there. But it's called bargaining. It's called, you know, it's called a, it's a labor dispute. And, and now you have to figure out what are we going after? What are we laying off of? What are we really going after? How are we going to go after it? And how are we going to set our chessboard up, not just for these contracts, but to get ready for 2027? Right. Or now it's 2028. Um, April 3rd. Yeah, 28. Yeah. So you guys, you guys have to understand that in in every, when, when people say it's a no for me, I completely respect that. I completely respect that you, but, but make sure you have a reason. Don't just sit there and say, well, I don't like this with FMLA. Well, you, you got to get more than that. I mean, you have to get more than that. So make sure that when you're saying no, it's in the best interest of you, your family, you know, and everybody who's involved in your life, not, not just because, well, I can't, I can't just, I I can't go fishing on a Saturday. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it can't, it can't work that way. I know another thing that a lot of people are mad about is the, the work life balance balance. I don't know where, what did we, well, we gained a holiday. Yeah. Juneteenth. Juneteenth is, we got one extra day off. Yeah. And then it was up to five weeks vacation, but I don't think that has anything to do with me because I'm already there. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's the in-progression people like myself. Now, so you'll get there faster. Uh, I don't know if it's faster, but now I can get that because we couldn't get five weeks prior. Oh, That's so right. That. So now we, you can, right? Right. So we would, will t- it, we will would top out at, I think, 160 or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah. So now we'll get the 200 hours. Does, will right. it take you 20 years like it did Tony and I? I don't know. That's something that will have to be checked in the contract. Because it, it, is that what it took you, Tony? Yes. 20 years. It 20 took years. me 20 yeah. years, yeah, yeah, to get that full 200. I would assume it's probably the same. I'm sure now we're just a part of that. That's good. No, it is good. It's really good about that. Yeah. Edward just said, uh, after After 20 20 years. years, Yeah. Okay, cool. What do you all think about performance bonuses being taken away? Well, didn't they, they took that away in lieu of cost of living, right? Yeah. Well, in lieu of cost of living. And I also think it was a bargaining chip. This is me just guessing based on wanting to give our retirees something as far as their pensions are concerned. Yeah. And I can't remember what the formula is right now. Is it five dollars for every for every year that they worked for General Motors is going to be added on as a monthly? Mm. I don't I don't know what it is. They're getting the mm. Christmas bonus though, right? They're getting the five hundred yeah. every yeah. year, every year, um, and their spouses if they're no longer alive. Yeah. I, so the way I looked at it when I looked at the bonuses at first, I was like, "Well, that's a bunch of you know," but but then I looked at it and I started figuring out, and I'm making I'm I'm going to get. On a 40-hour work week for 52 weeks over the course of the year, I'm going to, I'm going to make about $7,200 more a year just based on my raise. That's just on, and we don't work 40 hours. So <laughs> it's going to be probably closer to $10,000 more yeah. just working, you know, your mandatory Saturdays and not working any overtime in the second shift and all that. But so I looked at that and I said, okay, the $1,500 performance bonus like ed was just saying that was that was two times a year right yeah a thousand and five a thousand and five hundred okay or or the almost ten thousand dollars in my raise i'll take i'll take the yeah that's the way i looked at it i'm not saying everybody has to look at it that way but if that's what they gave up so that we can get like some people are going to make well now that they uncapped profit sharing is then profit sharing is still uncapped right yes i believe believe no ceiling they, no ceiling. Yeah, there's no because before I know there was a couple of years when we maxed out, but if there was no cap, I think we would have been in the 17s or 18s. Right. Yeah. 
So if we can hit, if if we keep if we, if our profit sharing is uncapped, um, I'm personally I'm okay with an uncapped losing to fifteen hundred. Yeah. yeah, just leave our profit sharing uncapped. Yeah, especially if they're making record profits. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the thing, Ed. We don't know. We don't know what. Uh, the, the, what the bargaining was. There's so many different committees when you're, I don't think people really can appreciate. I can't even appreciate would, it. I've never been there. How many different committees? I would like to see the process. It's got to, it has it's to be, be intense. Crazy. It has to be intense. Yeah. All the, you have your I, I thought it'd be your, inside an office building. Yeah. Not intense. Yeah. <laughs> I got it wrong. I'm laughing. He's still, he's he's, still figuring it out. He's, no, no, I'm reading a comment. He's reading over there. I didn't even hear what you said. <laughs> he said, I said it had to be intense. And he goes, I think it would be in an office building, not tense. <laughs> That's Ron's humor today. <laughs> hey, you drew in a few more people on that comment. Now, I, I just, I think it's, I think it would be fascinating to watch the bargaining because it's not yeah. just, it's not just the CEO of the company and Sean Fain arm wrestling at the table, <laughs> right? It's, it's, committee set up there's a committee over here that that their whole argument is about pensions yeah this committee over here is about about uh absenteeism and attendance and fmla this committee over there is about pay raise profit sharing and you have accounts at the table you have attorneys on both sides at the table and all that legal jargon going back and forth and it has to be it has to be it has to be an intense process yeah get the yeah. drunk bowler in there without a filter that'd be fun <laughs> <laughs> The uneducated drunk bowler. I mean, you, you know there's got to be a few guys in there that just let it fly, right? Oh, I mean, for on both sure. sides. For sure. If you were a fly on the wall. I mean, oh my if you work in the automotive industry, folks, I don't care if you're on the management side or the management side or the union side. Sometimes you don't even realize that the, you, you swearing is almost like a rite of passage. Like, I'll go home and say to myself, why did I, did I really talk like that today? <laughs> Seriously. I mean, why? You just, you don't even think about it. I'm talking to a 64-year-old grandmother, right? <laughs> Eight grandkids, and she's talking to me like we're at a truck stop. I mean, <laughs> just their mouth on this on these people sometimes. And it's just like, it's not that, then you see them outside of work. <laughs> and it completely changed their demeanor completely changed it's even funnier she's, when you find out they go to church and yeah. then they talk like that at yeah, work yeah. she's <laughs> calling you a sea sucker and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and it's just it, yeah it's just it's just amazing how so, so I, we went off on a tangent there but <laughs> it, it is amazing how how the process probably works and yeah. i think that's why it takes so long and it's so tedious over such a long period of time yeah um i i, I when you have to represent 147,000 people, that's 147,000 different personalities. You're going to have a lot of angry people. Like I know like my, my, I was my roommate and a couple of the people I talked to, they said, everybody's, you know, right now in GM, I think everybody's saying no. I think everybody's saying no. <laughs> then there's a shock. And then it's, then this happened in the last couple of contracts. I don't understand this. It passed 85% to 15%. I think the problem is, is everybody's saying no. But they're really voting yes. <laughs> well, not in that, but there's like 20,000 people on this page. Right, right. But there's... There's 150,000 people there's that work for the yeah, big three. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of people that are just looking at you guys, like spying on you, not saying anything. But they're also just loud. That's just a loud... There's a loud group. Loud minority of people. Yeah. I went on there one time and I said, somebody here, please just define the word union for me. <laughs> I just want a definition of it because I'm completely screwed up. Was there right a lot now. of fights in the comments? And there was, you know, you, 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 I felt so good about myself. I had some laughing emojis. You start to feel good about yourself. People are laughing. You think to yourself, maybe I could be a comedian. Uh, but it, it's, it does it's, run in the family. Yeah. What's that? It runs in the family. It does run in the family for sure. <laughs> but 
he has a, a cousin that's a comedian Vinny Fastline. yeah i met him at a dane cook uh concert yeah. in, in mount pleasant and i didn't even know well i, I might have known you at the time you did because you sent me a message and you said how do you know because you see me we yeah. went back and forth with i think it was a happy birthday thing and i told him love you and he said love you cuz and then you texted yeah me. i was like who how do you how, how do, do you know, know vinnie fast like <laughs> yeah and yeah come to find out they're cousins yeah. oh wow yeah, yeah it was wild and he opened for dane cook you know nice. how he went out to california um <laughs> sebastian Moniscalco, he opened up for him in pittsburgh a long time ago sebastian told him you need to get your ass out to california wow don't wait wow and so he went and he's doing really well. He's doing well. He's got a lot of, uh, what do you call it? Irons in the fire. Yeah. And um, he's doing, he's doing pretty good. It's so a hard industry to break it is, through. It is a hard industry for sure. That for last sure. time I hit rehab, there was a guy that was, is a stand up comedian. And he was actually some of the stories with, was with Joey Diaz that you can famously hear Yeah, with Tom Segura. And he was in part of some of those stories in he actually got he i just texted him a couple days ago and he was getting out of the business because it was it's detrimental to his sobriety wow so but it's he said the same thing just definitely a hard it's a hard business to crack yeah i mean a lot no of pun intended <laughs> well you think <laughs> about think about it's a, lot a hard of comedians. it's a hard business to get successful in. Yeah. yeah you think about a lot of comedians that have you know, unfortunately, taking their lives. Yeah. Um, you don't see the depression. The, the comedy hides it. And Robin Williams probably the most famous um, at this point. But you Didn't think about he like, have like some sort of something wrong with his brain. I, I don't know if there was something tech like medically wrong from, a yeah. you know, like a blockage or something like that. Right. Or if it was more psychological. Yeah. But he just was, you know, you would never have guessed it. He's one of the greats of all time. Oh. The greatest of all time. Mm -hmm. One of the masters of physical comedy. Um, yes. For yeah. sure. Uh, so, but I, 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 I promised a lot of the, the Lordstown people that we would talk about the opportunity here as far as going back to the battery plant, Ultimum cells. That I mean, that's probably one of the biggest parts of this contract. It's right? huge. That is huge. It's huge. It, it's, 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 it's almost like you don't want to get too, too excited too quick. Uh, you, there's a lot that happens there. I, I think there's 200 to 250 openings. I, I, from what we read and understand, it's going to be offered to Lordstown first. 250 openings? Openings. Just they're 250 looking, people? They're looking for two. Well, there are, there's already a thousand people working there, I think. Oh. Yeah, it's been open now for, for so that a was while. my question because they're allowing, they're allowing the Lordstown people to come back. But is there a second tier of people there already? I mean, because I've seen something that they make like 70% of what we yes. make on our pay scale. So, so that's like a second tier. Yeah, so so basically they're going to begin to make their way up though. Okay. So now that they're in the they're in so General now they're Motors, in progression. Yeah, they're in the con okay. yeah, they're they're under General Motors contract now. Okay. So they'll be in progression. And uh, I'm assuming obviously that they'll get to where we're at. Right. So they're there, they're they're looking for 250 of us. Now here's the thing. There were four thousand, they they always get this wrong with Lordstown. They always talk about twelve hundred people uh you know lost their jobs 4500 lost their jobs they just eliminated the third shift in january i think it was of 2017 and then in june of 2018 they eliminated the second shift and then it was one shift left and in november is when we got the announcement mm -hmm. of 2018 so it was so our no, november 28th 2018 so so once that happened there were 1200 of us so th those 1200 Whoever didn't retire, whoever didn't take the MSR, whoever didn't quit and walk away from General Motors, 
and and transferred to wherever lansing delta lansing grand river bowling green texas arlington texas um um couple different places in Indiana. Fort Wayne is one of them. Uh, Wentzville, Missouri, and the list goes on. Those people from that 1200, they're eligible. I don't know how many were left. I get, I'm getting different numbers. The number I get the most is there were 300 of us. I think there was more than that, though. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if it wasn't over 500 of us. They only need 250. So we have a six-month opening window, and basically in that six months, you have the opportunity to, I'm assuming, go on Socrates and put your rec in um, the minute they open. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it'll open once the contract is ratified. If the contract is ratified, I don't want to be, you know, overly optimistic. You know, everyone has their reasons. And then you can go in and they'll take the top 250. And, and it's based on seniority, right? I would assume, yes. I would assume it's based on seniority. So will will people that work in assembly plants be able to transfer over to battery plants and cca and all those other my facilities? assumption is yes when there's openings right well now lansing delta is not finished yet so i don't know how right. that works is there going to be a job fair and and they're going to they're going to bring people from the streets first and can, then can they do that though? can they do that i don't think so i would assume that we open it first right before the plant opens yeah and then once, you know, if they need a thousand people and 400 come there from area General Motors facilities or not area anywhere, and you need 600 more, then maybe they close the wreck and they mm -hmm. do a jobs fair. I don't know. I don't so know how that works. Ed said GMCH is a no. So you can't transfer over to GMCH. I don't know. Oh. If this, if this, if this gets ratified, how do you, how does our pay raise work now? Will we get back? we're obviously on our old salary right now. Right. So these days that we're working now, will we, will it, does it retroactive? Does it retro back to when we came back to work on Wednesday at our new wage at it should $3 right. more? It should retro back, back to September 14th. Okay. That's when it should. Well, we're going to get up. Like we talked about, we're going to get a percentage of pay back right. to September. But is that based on our hourly rate? I think it's when we went out the door. We were still working on September 15th. Right. So we went out the door September 29th. But we also worked during, like, so we worked past the due date of the contract. Yes. So there was a period of time where there was other plants out on, out on strike, but we were still working. Right. Will we get back pay for that that amount of time? No, because we're working. All, if you, I, what, I think, I'm saying, what I'm saying is that the new pay rate. I think it goes from, I'm assuming, when the tentative agreement is struck, right, Tony? October 23rd. Okay. Yeah. October so 23rd. It'll, so it'll go back to when we just started working when we came it's back Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So October 23rd, I think was when the tentative agreement for general motors, if I'm not mistaken, or was it just, uh, I don't know when the tentative agreement for GM was actually, it was Monday. It was Sunday was it, night. Was it Sunday night? No, Monday morning. Other way. It was October 30th, October 30th, yeah. Monday morning. So we would, I, I'm assuming once that went into effect, I believe it was like 9.46 a.m. in the morning, I think it was. Yeah. Um, that's when we would go retroactive back to that particular date. As far as that. So for us, it'd be Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. Then we would have that bonus money as well when it comes to being out on, Lansing Delta was on picket, on, on strike. 
So then we have that extra bonus money from being on strike that was negotiated into the contract yep. as well. My mom is asking, uh, will you be able to go back to Lansing if Lordstown doesn't work out for some reason? The only way I'd be able to go back to Lansing, it would depend on what package I take. I don't know yet. If you're watching and you're one of the Lordstown peeps uh, that are heading back, are we going to be uh, offered the three-year deal at 37500 if we want to transfer? Or I think the other one is 5000 for one year, 37000 So if, let's say I am allowed to come back and I want to take the three-year package. And so they say for moving, uh, the distance I'm moving, um, I can take the package $37,500 to move to work for Lordstown. I have to be there for three years before I could even think about going anywhere else. At that point, me personally, I'll be retired. Um, if I take the small deal for, I think it's 5,000, maybe a little bit more now, then I have to work there for one year before I go back or go anywhere else. Also, Lansing, let's say I want to come back to Lansing Delta, they have to have openings. So there has to be a wreck out there for Lansing Delta. And when I go on my Socrates and I look and I put my name in, should there be openings and with my seniority, I land it, they'll contact me via email and let me know when my report date will be for, for Lansing Delta. So there's a lot of factors that go into all that. Mm -hmm. sure. So we will not be able to transfer to uh, GMCH. It says uh, no production other than skilled employees have the right to flow into the GMCH, GMCH sites unless from a site with access. Um, the UAW has agreed that the that employees of GMCH can be made direct employees of GM at GM's discretion and in such case will remain subject to the terms of his this MOU. GM re res reserves the right to determine whether the lease employees to GMC to lease GM employees to GMCH and or to maintain GMCH as a distinct entity. So no. So no. No. But they can choose to move people around if they want. Huh. Another cool thing that being said, another cool thing. I know Stellantis landed this, but I don't know did we the leasing program. I don't think we did. They they're offering $1500 for <sighs> a, a vehicle. I don't, know if anybody, I don't know if anybody out there saw Stellantis's uh, agreement, but they, um, their people can do one-year leases. Yep. They can change them every year. Unlimited miles. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Unlimited miles, tire change, oil changes, all free. And I, 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 there's a select vehicle, so you can't just pick anything. Everybody in the parking lot is going to drive the same thing. <laughs> I was going to say, everybody's going to be walking around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I, for me, I thought if GM does this and I was going to still be up here, I would definitely do it. I'd park my car, my yeah, truck yeah. in my garage and just drive that whatever up. I drive. Oh, yeah. Hey, so, I mean, have whatever color you want, as long as it's in black. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think you've only, I think there's only like five or six different options too. You can't like say General Motors was going to do it. They're not going to put the, the Cadillac Escalade EV no. on there. Right. I mean, that's it's going to be a Volt. Yeah. <laughs> still, man. Well, hey, <laughs> listen, miles. it, it kind of works out where the company could look at it as a marketing tool also. Yeah. Because you're getting your yeah. people the opportunity. And I actually think that the spouse um, of the individual that works there can be the person who does the leasing mm, as well. Wow. So your wife. Well, your wife works for General Motors, but we but, have two know, of these things yeah. parked in our driveway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, I thought that was pretty cool. We're getting the option to get $1,500 off 
which isn't going to make a dent. No. Which is like $17 off your monthly payment. Yeah, no, I don't think so. Not even that much? No. I don't think so. I would rather no. take every, it at $1,500. And I was talking to a finance I, manager recently. She said every $1,000 you put down takes $20 off your, your payment. So there you go. $17. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it would. Yeah. 17 bucks. A little bit more. Old. Yeah, a little bit more. <clears throat> so unlimited miles too. Yes. That's why I was going to take advantage of it. That's why I was going to, because I drive 285 miles to, to get home. You know, they would hate then, you. Uh, oh, they would hate me. <laughs> I hand that thing in with 58,000 miles on it after one year. Every two months, you'd be getting yep. an oil change. Yeah. <laughs> CEO would be like, where are you going? Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. You're driving for Uber. Your, your car would go straight to JB Byrider after. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's just like, there, there's so much in the contract. By the time we have our, we have our rollout meetings, November 8th, I believe. Wednesday. Wednesday, yep. and then we vote November thirteenth and fourteenth, the following maybe? Monday. Yeah. So, so how does all right? So how does that work the, with with the signing bonus? Do you have to be an active employee to get that? Do you think like do you not know? on sick leave know? or something like that? Right. Mm. I think workers comp you can be on for sure. I don't know about sick leave. I'm not sure. Yeah, that'd be a good question to ask. Because that might be out the five thousand dollars. I don't know. That that that's a good that's a good question to ask though, for sure. Yeah, I'll have to ask. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good question. Because that might be out the five grand if not. <laughs> <laughs> then you need to ask. I'm gonna ask. <laughs> that's what well, I was asking you guys. That's too. an automatic uh committee call on Monday. Yeah. Um for sure, or maybe even a benefits call. I don't know. Would that no, that'd be, be com that'd be committee committee call. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't know. Like, there's really no arguing about health care. I think we have one of the best plans out mm -hmm. there. Yeah. To be honest with you, and, and for it not yeah. to change is awesome. Yeah. Well, and they yeah. added some things too, like a chiropractor is on there now, yep. which, which is, is never, which, never. No, which is awesome because I think you can get massages through your chiropr chiropractor. You're really stuck on this massage thing, dude. Yeah. Have you ever gotten a massage? I've never gotten a massage. You're a sports trainer and you've never got, got a massage. No. What are you, you saying? Need sports trainers need massages? You do for sure. You're yeah. pretty tense. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am. I'll tell you what, today was a bad day. You know what I was thinking today? I, I was just, I, I, I mean, I, I, nothing was going right at work. People don't, so there was the physical and mental going on with me. And you've seen this. You, you've watched this play out, right? Where, where, with, a, with a gun. Where, <laughs> where, where people come over to me and go, you, you all right? I'm just like making sure and I tell them get away from me or whatever. And they go back down the line and I, I was feeling pretty tense. So you're right. I think in that situation there, you could benefit from it. I could benefit from it for sure. Yeah. For sure. Hopefully my mom doesn't yeah. come on and start talking about. Yeah. We, we have one problems. of the great, we have a great healthcare package. We yeah. do. We, we do. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, and I think what people also, not just the healthcare package, uh, you, I'm not going to sit here and complain about the wages in terms of we make more money than some other people do. But I've said this before on this show, a lot of people don't understand about our, our cost structure, the way our mm -hmm. business operates, right? right? Yeah. From, from that, the, uh, talk about that profit and loss income statement, that P and L income statement, everything that goes into, you know, the, the sale of goods and then the cost of goods and expenses. And then you get that profit at the bottom and it, our, our, our income state, our, our balance sheets, our income statements are literally a book. 
uh, of everything that the company invests and, and what they, you know, what their final product is and what their net revenue is and what their profits are at the end of the year. And, and when you look at that and you look at the amount of people that work for them and the amount of money they're making and still making, even after they pay us, mm -hmm. there is, there is, it is justifiable to go to them and say, listen, enough is enough and we, we need more. Right. And, and that's that. And, and I, I think this, this contract was justifiable. Well, and I think they highlight, you know, what the, the CEOs make, yeah. but they, they also don't talk about what all the other executives are making as well. Uh, I've seen it. Are, if I'm not mistaken, and this is a matter of public record, if I'm not mistaken, the next two or three in line under our CEO make more money than the Toyota CEO. Yes, they do. I said the next three under our CEO. <laughs> GM make more I, money than the Toyota Toyota, one of the most profitable companies in the world. That's insane. And, and their CEO makes at least 20 million less. I, I, I thought I read online a couple of weeks ago that the Toyota CEO is at like with their bonus is like 7 million. Yeah. I think I, with the bonus. Yes. Wow. Seven or may, maybe eight, maybe eight, but I, it that's wasn't more than that. with the bonus. Yeah. That's insane. So, I mean, uh, there's just no way, there's no other way to look at this except, except we're not saying we all need to make $12 million. And we understand like for GM, we understand there's, there's 47,000 of us soon to be 40,000 of us. Uh, it's going to be 35,000 of us. We, we get it. We get it. So you're making more and more money with less and less people on a regular basis. I told you this before, when we did the show before, when I started, there was 160,000 workers, North American operations for general motors. We're down to 48. Yeah. I mean, it, we're down to literally, 47. Yeah. 47. I think it's 47. And, and it's going to be less than that as time goes on. And I, I, I again, I, I think the biggest thing nobody argues about on members of the UAW, and I always use that Facebook page because it's all three companies together talking on there. Nobody's talking enough about EV and AI technology. That's, that's the real elephant in the room. Where, where, what are you going to do with, with our workers? Are you going to put them in programs, educational programs, teaching them about EV and AI? So that the jobs that are going to be extremely advanced in technology are something that they can move into. What do you want to do with these people? Mm -hmm. And I think, I think in one of the, one of the highlights, it, it talks about the, you know, AI. the transformation yep. into AI and EV and yep. workers protection, or, you know, or basically making sure that the worker has a job. I also like, and I don't know if GM did this. Uh, I know that Ford and Stellantis did. Is there a protection in terms of plant closure? over the next four and a half years with General Motors, mm -hmm. where you can strike if you yep. close the plant. GM got that. Too. Yeah, and you should. Strike, you should. the right to strike. Yeah. You, yeah. you know, being an uneducated line worker, for them, for where this EV car is coming, where it's going, I don't see our infrastructure at all starting. I mean, I don't see it. Is everything going to be ready? And Not in 2030. No. You know no. what I mean? No. And it, it, it's funny how they say, you know, and then what's our cost going to be through our con like consumers energy? What's our cost going to be there? You know, they sit there and say that um, premium hours or how are they, or what prime hours it, it's, it's going to be 24 hours is going to be your prime hours. So how far is that going to go up? You know, they say they want, everybody's going to be charging their cars at the same time. Yeah. Is the grid going to be able to handle it? No, not, not right now. It's not, it's no. It, it, we're being pushed into something that that can be a great thing over time, but that it's too fast, too soon, and it's you're pushing people against their will. I, I was just telling him in Michigan, 
there's millions and millions and millions of cars on the road. Only, what did I say? 37,000 were EV. Yeah. Yeah. 37,000 are EV. I mean, that's, that's like a, a literally a pimple on a gnat's ass. I mean, <laughs> when you think about it. It's nothing. I, what you, and plus you the, with the gas station equivalent to, it seems like they would start building these, you know, electrical gas stations now mm -hmm. or get them, get them going. Right. I know that, you, you know, that, Man, give me is Fred Flintstone's car up for sale? Because I'll be rubbling my feet under. I was gonna the say your feet, are gonna be, your feet are gonna be killing you. If you go, if you get on Ohio Turnpike, you'll need a massage for sure. Yeah. Foot massage, pedicure. There's an Asian spa right around the corner. Yeah. No, that's a whole different. That what kind of massage are you talking about, Dave? Uh, my mother's watching. Uh, so no, if you go, if you get on the Ohio Turnpike, sorry, no massage. Um, if you get on the Ohio Turnpike from Toledo all the way to Youngstown, literally crossing the entire state. Yep. Uh, if you'll, you'll start to notice what I've noticed doing this now for almost four and a half years, right? Uh, more and more at each of the rest stops, EVs. more and more electrical charging stations. Yeah, yeah. I think the one I counted when I got out of the car, there were seven. And so they're starting to, you know, they're, but, but this my friend is Travis, take... my friend Travis, he's, he just traveled to West Virginia and he's doing this thing where he's documenting what it's like. He drives a Tesla. Um, so he's documenting what it's like to drive a Tesla on a long road trip. And one, I, I've watched a video this morning. Um, he was at a charging station yesterday, charging his EV, and it took thir like 30 minutes to yeah. fully charge it. It's like if you're on a road trip and you need to go, it's not necessarily not that. Aren't they, aren't they wanting to get it to where it charge? But if I know I heard that they want to get to a, a point where it charges as fast as filling up a normal tank of gas. But is that going to be the same? Like in the olden days, when you put your phone on a fast charger, it wouldn't stay as charged as long. Mm. Right, right. It's going to take time. And what if what well, if what so if all the stations kind of, are? That's kind of how it works. So well, it fast charges up to eighty percent, and then from there, it's a slow charge to get it to a hundred percent, and it takes a long time for that last twenty percent. Well, I, in, when Mary Barra came to our plant, she said that that their mindset is that every three hundred miles or whatever it is, four hundred miles, you're going to stop and for a half hour, you're going to get a bite to eat. But you know what? I'm not eating four, you know, how many ever miles? I'm not going to stop and eat a 30 minute meal every. <laughs> Listen, I'm that guy. I'm that guy that's, that's trying to, to beat my time from by one minute the next time <laughs> right. I go. You know what I mean? You're like looking at the clock and you're like, man, I'm gonna, uh, this isn't all. And then you hit the traffic jam and you're swearing at everybody <laughs> like it's their fault that you're not going to break your time. But Here's another thing right now, because of the lack of infrastructure, you not only do you get to the rest stop and you go to charge, but there's five, there's five stations and you're in line. So now you've got the waiting time to read get the bottom text, Dave. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, um, tardiness was a shop rule, not doc eight. Um, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. We got something else from miss Liz yeah. Webster. You know, I invited her on the podcast and she said no. Yeah. yeah. What did she, I can't remember what she said to me. I'm sure she's going to tell us here in a minute. <laughs> but she said something about, she was like, David invited me on the podcast. And then she she said, why? My mom didn't take offense to the massage thing. <laughs> um, but no, Liz says, uh, I think Ron, she's answering your question right yeah. there. That she, was back in the old days, D-Sarge. Wait, did I hear you right? I like the hmm. Back in the old days, D Sarge. 
Mama Sarge. Mama Sarge. <laughs> Mama Sarge. Yeah. We're going to get her on here. We're going to get her like yeah, via should... satellite one day. Yeah, we can get her on here. Yeah. She said no thanks, though, one time when I said we should get her on yeah, here. Yeah. She likes to be behind the scenes. <laughs> she likes to be behind the scenes. She's famous behind the scenes. Well, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, we don't know much about the contract. Obviously, we have to go to the rollout, but I don't think it's a bad contract. I don't think it's a horrible contract. I could see where some people are a little upset about certain things, but you'll I, never, you'll never be happy. No, it, it's definitely a lot better than the last two contracts I've been a part of. Yeah, it, it's oh, definitely, it is. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> trust yeah. me. You'll yeah. never, you'll never be happy. No. If you're, if you're wanting pure happiness with every contract, you'll be striking forever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's unfortunate that, that we got put in this position. I think that Mr. Sean Fain is <laughs> also, thinking the same thing that he knows he's fighting out of a hole now. And it, the, the key is just to gradually climb out and not try to grab there's, there's, you know, you got to be careful. You have to be careful in this, in this situation because I've actually seen it a couple of times, not with the automotive industry where finally the company says, you know what, you know, kiss my ass. I'm out of here and see you after Christmas and then we'll figure it out. And, and, you know, we could say, we could say this, Oh, you want a dog fight? We'll eat ramen noodles and macaroni and cheese and potato chips. And, and that's great. So now we're in a dog fight and we start to lose public support, which is the one thing I don't think he wants because the public starts looking at us and saying, okay, are you guys seriously turning down after that fight? We agreed with you. You won all this back. You didn't win everything. You, you, you actually said, okay, even though we haven't signed the contract, we'll show good faith mm -hmm. and we'll go back right. and work without a, just a tentative agreement yeah. because we have good faith in what's going on. And you know, there's no ill will against the company, just a disagreement. These people want to see that, you know, they right. don't want to just see this knockout drag down fight. And then I don't want the, you know what else I don't want? I don't want the government getting involved. Right. I think because they already when, did because, but, but when they get involved, involved, it's never for us. Right. I don't care, folks. I'm going to tell you this right now. Where are you at? Over here? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you're Democrat. I don't care if you're Republican. Republican. I don't care if you're independent. I don't care if you're an idiot. I don't care <laughs> what, what you follow and what you believe. The government is not for us in that situation. Plain and simple. It's not for us. Yeah. Like George Carlin said in one of his stand-ups, one of my favorite comedians ever, rest in peace, George. One of the greats. Yeah, one of the greats. It's a small club, and we're not in it. It's that yeah. simple. Yeah. It's that simple. So when the government gets involved, that is when I'd be thinking in my head, I ain't never going home. I ain't <laughs> never retiring. Uh, it's You do not want them involved. And that's where it's going to head to yeah. in those situations. Somebody said uh, they screwed the four-day temps, which most are in Arlington 276 plant. I don't know what that is. What do you? I don't know what that's about. What is a four-day? What's a four-day temp? I wonder. Are, are they talking about the temps that that only work Friday if they need them on Friday, oh. Saturday, Sunday, like a, Monday? Like a flex? Yeah. Yes. I wonder if that's what that is. Uh, I don't know going. anything about Arlington and what they have going on there. I, I have we, a. I have we a haven't had those. We haven't had a four day temp in our plant in a while, have we? No, it's been no. years. Yeah, flex temps is that flex. what they were called? Yeah, I, was they were a, called I hired in as a flex. Flex. I was a two day flex. I wonder what that's that... what you hired in as. Yeah, in 2013, I I came in in uh, March, and remained that for um, yep. till July, and I got hired full time. Thirty two hours a week. 
not flex set schedule. What 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 exactly? So what 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 would your what would your set schedule? Or or in what way did you what way did you get screwed? I guess what, the, what's your set schedule on that thirty two hours a week main? Was that Monday over the weekend? One of my ex uh, co-workers, still good friends, she's in Arlington, Texas. Um, I'm assuming that's where, is that where he's at? Yeah. Hmm. And, and maybe a quick little statement there, Maine. How'd they screw the four-day temps? My, my mom but. can't watch her mouth either. <laughs> that's awesome. Um. I tell you what, we've an hour and forty eight minutes and yeah. we're holding twelve strong live. This is awesome. This is this, this is, is a, a this is a breakthrough, right? It here. really is. It's a breakthrough. This is we average about like three usually on the yeah, live, and then, and then it, people go back and watch, and yeah. we usually hit like I think we hit like sixty something. Yeah. Um. So they said third shift Sunday through Wednesday night. So how did they screw you? Yeah. That's what did, what what, I, yeah. How what they, did they not do? For yeah. You? How'd they screw you, man? So how many more of these going to have, Dave? What podcasts or, or lives? no, like lives? <laughs> well, concerning with work or is this? I don't know. We well, might. You, you we, have to do one more. We after might do the rollout. We might do one more to talk yeah. about like, um, like what we get, like if the contract was ratified yeah. and maybe more specific about it because we'll know more. But yeah, I just kind of wanted to do this to talk about like our like our ideas about it. That's the that's the thing that it, it's so hard because we're just a, you know we're just a couple of guys talking about it. And we have we have a platform uh, yeah, to do that exactly. But we're you know we're not fully aware of everything that goes into this until we actually have those rollout meetings. Seems like the language didn't say anything about us going to progression whatsoever. They're only speaking on full time temp employees. I would assume that you would fall under the temps, right? I mean, that's my assumption, but that's a, a that, that's an immediate that's an immediate question. Yeah, that's an immediate question temporary, committee call yep temporary workers a full-time temporary worker hold on let me put this back on the screen um this way he can he or or maybe she can get a They also just switched a lot of full-time temps back to part-time uh, a couple weeks before we went on on strike. They also laid off a bunch of temps. At, yeah, they um, did. And I wonder if, over. are they, are they bringing them back is what I'm wondering. I think they did that at Grand River for sure. They did, but they're also going down to like one shift, right? At they, Grand River. Yeah. There, I, I thought somebody was talking today about possibly Grand River going to one shift, moving one of the cars over to Fairfax to be built while they retool and get ready for building all ev mm. i don't know how true that is that is literally something i heard today and we know how rumors go okay if all full-time temporary workers to be converted to seniority status your national negotiators were able to win language that will allow for the converting of a full-time temporary worker with three months of continuous service upon ratification, all full-time temporary workers who have three months of continuous service will convert to full-time status. Those who do not have three months of continuous service will convert upon reaching nine months of continuous employment or if there is a full-time need at the facility, whichever happens first. Yeah, so you have to be full-time, a full-time temp in order to be converted, I would assume, right? 
unless maybe there's a need for them to hire and they i don't know do they convert flex temps to full-time status the same way mm -hmm. they commit full uh, uh full-time temps to right full-time workers you know what i'm saying right did you have did you have the choice to go from flex to full uh, or could you stay flex like a full-time temp yes no never was a choice for me okay but so i remember back when uh after i got hired i had a I had a friend who um uh he he was brought in i think 2014 he was a temp full-time temp they were telling people that you could either choose to be a flex temp or uh just a temp and if you choose to be a flex temp, so the way it used to work, the hiring process was if you were a flex temp, that was the next process to being hired. So you'd go from temp, flex temp, hired. Well, they were saying if you choose to um, become a flex temp, then you'll get hired. But then they ended up hiring the people that were temps first before the flex temps. So they ended up screwing a bunch of people. And if you now just the flex temps were a couple days a week. Yeah, the yeah. Were... usually it's like friday saturday okay monday help so like when i was a flex temp i was uh friday occasional saturdays and mondays but you would get hired before the other temps correct okay when i got hired but then they changed that in 2014. see something so there's no i mean that's definitely man so they said i'm definitely going to the local meeting to ask and then it's a full-time temporary worker language most of us out here are not full-time most are part-timers see i thought they did away with they did away with it at our plant so i didn't yeah. even know it was still a thing. i didn't realize it was a thing either. Hey, in maine if i can just give you a little bit of advice when, when you go to that local meeting make sure you write before you go write down every question you have right now because if you don't when you get there you're going to forget 50 percent of your questions so write down every concern and question you have that way you can have your questions and concerns addressed and answered. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Because you will forget if you don't, I promise you. I, I definitely would. I, I forgot. Mm, I forgot write them down. Ron, I, I forgot what Ron just said. <laughs> it's because you're old. <laughs> and I not am, educated. I, you know what? I was looking around today. I was looking around on the line today. I was like, damn, I'm, I'm one of the oldest people on this line. <laughs> I remember when I was 22, I was like young buck. You know what I mean? Like everybody. And, and when I started, here's another thing. And, and as from what I'm hearing, we are the only jam plant that has part-time temps still. Most definitely. Wow. Yeah, that is that's definitely something you got to look into for sure. I was I was at. How, I'm curious, how many uh, part-time temps are there at at Arlington? Or your maybe not how many, but what's the percentage of the workforce there that are part-time temps? Yeah. See, sir. Just in case, I know that. My friend from Arlington is watching. I'm just going to see if she texted me. <clears throat> just give me some information. Um, I was I was thinking about this too uh, for the legacy workers out there. This is something with the, that that I myself and you guys have to understand. Um, when we got in as temps, all right, back in the in the in the early '90s, you know, '92, '93, '94, we were definitely as temps. We were the the low you know, lowest on the totem pole in terms of numbers, mm -hmm. in terms of percentages, seniority. I mean, back then, I think there was about, when I first walked into Lordstown, the van plant was right behind it. There were way over 10,000 workers at that point. They closed the van plant. They shuttered it. They, they tore it down. And then a lot of people transferred over to the car plant. I still think there was around 9,000 people working at GM Lordstown. Wow. And, and so in that, 
in that, you know, dynamic, we were by far the least amount. Seniority was really high. And then as time went on, you know, a lot of the seniority, it, it didn't get better for us for like 10 to 12 years. That's how long it was before, you know, finally we were able to start making our way to maybe some better jobs and, and things of that nature. And, and, and so now here we are where those guys were, mm-hmm. but we are the lesser now, right? Between you, you, the temps and, and the in transition yep. employees outnumber us. Yep. So in a way, and I know this is something that a lot of you may not want to hear in a way, the contract is geared towards the majority to a certain extent, because they're the ones that are going to be there much longer. We're the ones that are on our way out the door. And I'm not saying that they shouldn't be taking care of the people that have done what they've done for this company for, for going on 30 years. But I am saying that I hate to say it, but in it's human nature, you're, you're, you're going to get a lot more complaints Mm -hmm. from a lot more people because there are a lot more of those people. Whereas the legacy people, it's just one thing that we're talking about. It's basically as on our way out the door, don't kick us in the ass. Right. You know, right. uh, how about, you know, and we, I, I hate talking about pensions at work. Like when Me I'm too. talking, because I'm talking to, uh, especially if I'm, if I work over on second shift, it's all young dudes. It's all, I mean, I'm talking yeah. 19 to, to 24 years old, 25 years old. And I don't like to mention, they'll ask me about pensions and I, I don't, I, I won't even talk about it if I don't have to, because I don't want to seem like I'm throwing it in somebody's face. But you know? you're not bringing it up either. No, you're not no, bringing it up. So no, it's not, you're not no. throwing it in their face, but I, yeah. I get what you're saying. You, yeah. I hate talking about it as well. Yeah. And I, you look around, you're like, wow, I'm like one of the only, I literally, there was one day I was talking to four guys and I realized as I was talking to all four guys on break, I literally have, if I add all their seniority up, I still I can I still have five more years on top of that wow. more than all of them. Wow! You, you know, yeah. it's, like I got I got a couple of kids in my team and they're younger than my oldest. <laughs> <laughs> my old my oldest is twenty seven and they're younger than yeah. my oldest and that's and what, it's like that's I'm what's working. so fascinating about the auto industry though is it because I'm I mean obviously I'm younger than you guys I'm thirty years old mm-hmm. but like you and I have been friends for a long time yeah. you and I have been friends for a long time and so you just you build this relationship with with people around you and age it doesn't a, age it doesn't even matter a, no age is not a it's not a, it's not a factor no, at all, I don't think not at all uh, and that because your experiences are are together are are the same right. you get you get right. each other because even if you're upset with each other at times you get each other because you're going through the same things. Right. And you know yeah. that nobody outside those four walls understands. <laughs> you really do. If I, I if I go home and complain to somebody who has no idea about the they may sit there and go, oh, really? And you know in their head they're like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you what I deal with. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. And because they don't. So I hate when I get on a rant with somebody and I'm like, oh my God, did I really just complain to them about what I'm dealing with in, in job rotation. <laughs> they, they could care less about job rotation. And and so I think that's why age means nothing. It really doesn't because I think we all just look at it like, and, and when you think about it, and this is kind of crazy, scary and crazy at the same time, we're with each other a lot of times than we are with our families. Oh, at oh, more, way more. Way more. Yeah, way more. Because, because of our hours. Yeah. It's just, it, it's it's what makes it, Interesting. I always tell people, you know, people are always like, I can't wait to get the hell out of here. And I got two years to go. 
and you You'll know it. It, it, it's now i don't know but, about this i don't know i might really be excited to get out going to if i if if i get that avenue to Altman cells you know i don't know i'm hearing a lot of different things right now and i'm hoping to hear better news than i've heard this far yeah um, absolutely it doesn't sound i appreciate anti- you guys this is a good conversation thanks man appreciate it appreciate you if you like it so much subscribe we appreciate you man channel. Yeah, definitely and subscribe. I appreciate the engagement. So yeah. it adds a whole different vibe to a podcast where you can engage with the audience. Yeah. It's fun. I'm waiting for the person to come on and tell me I'm an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. I'm I'm not t- you. You're here. <laughs> That's not fair. I'm talking about the keyboard warrior, man. The, the one that will call you an idiot, then ignore you at work. <laughs> they won't even confront you at work. That, well, no, that, no. Not even, not even at work. People, okay. I don't even. I'll never say, meet in my life. I was, you know was going to say, tell it'll be a telephone tough guy because they're probably on their phone doing yeah. it. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and listen, I, I probably didn't say. I probably said a couple of things that people don't like when we were talking about FMLA. Some people might not like. What well, the problem is, what people have to you don't understand. Have to agree with everything. You don't have to agree with me, and it's not me saying that FMLA Wait. is not a necessity. And I, I like I said, you got to listen to what I'm saying. It is a necessity, and so many people it need it in so yeah. many ways, whether it's physically mentally there's so many different reasons in life you're helping others out you're you're a, you're a caretaker for somebody yep. so so there's so many different reasons why you need it and it just pisses me off when people abuse it because that hurts that person yeah because now they got to jump through hoops and right. what they're dealing with in their life that the reason for fmla yep. and we're looking at that now yeah and that's that that's that's the whole thing i heard about sarge i just need him to get me in a better marathon shape there heard, he goes. What, what does he mean he heard about me uh, I don't know if I want you. What, what did Sip, you hear? Maybe Sip or uh, Zoro has said something. Oh, does he work with Zoro? Zoro and him are really good friends. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. I yeah, can guarantee you, you this, Ed. I can guarantee you can outrun me. <laughs> I don't think when it, I used to run tw- twice a week, at least a 5K. And then I was getting up to 10. I, I think it was, yeah. uh, we, we had already started talking about that like a long time ago. Then I was doing 10Ks. And then besides a tough mutter, which, it's 11 miles, but it's yep. stop and go, stop and go, stop and go. Yeah. But besides a 10K, I never really ran more than seven miles. 6.2 is a 10K. Mm-hmm. I ran seven miles a couple of times in training. And I, I, I loved it for a long time. And then yep. I'm like reading what you and Sip and, and Zorro, <laughs> oh, I ran an 18 miler in the rain, getting ready for work <laughs> now. And I'm like... Nah, nah I, I'm gonna. I, although I did tell you, I did tell you this, folks. If his his hair doesn't change, no, it never moves. Eighteen <laughs> miles in the rain, and it still looks like that. It never moves <laughs> ever, but um, it never moves. That's movie star hairdo right yeah, there. It right. is. It is. But um, if you, Karen said, I told Ed all about you. Oh, okay. Oh wait, Karen knows Ed. Joking. Oh, joking. <laughs> I was a kind of Karen no end. <laughs> Whatever, Karen. I, you know, you know what's funny is I could see her laughing hysterically right now. Like I can picture it while, while she while she says that. That's hilarious. Um, no, I this is something really cool. I, I did a lot of research on this. For anybody who doesn't want to run, all right. For those that don't know this, I'm also a professional trainer. Why do I keep looking up there at that? I'm looking at how many people are watching, like as if they can actually see me as I'm looking <laughs> There's up There's a there. little tiny camera right Yeah, there. yeah. So walking, if you can walk a 15-minute mile, it's as good as running two miles a day. Hmm. Two 15-minute mile walks a day, one in the morning and one right after dinner. And you will not only will you burn a tremendous amount of calories, but so I started doing it. 
I mean, you got you have to move. You have to fly. You actually look kind of weird doing it. You know, what I mean? it's it's a brisk walk. Yeah, like if, if you're, you're moving down Marsh here in Lansing towards the Meridian Mall, <laughs> you got some people looking at you a little weird. Like, Power what's walking. going on with this guy? Uh, I, I've seen uh, some videos where there's guys that with bricks in their hand. Reminds me of my old high yeah. school track coach. Yeah, he used to make us run up First Street Hill in Camel, Ohio, the Camel Memorial Red Devils, and we would run track six in the morning, Mister. Coach Brian Daniloff running up the hill. I mean, this hill was like this. And we're running up this hill with bricks in our hand at six Oof. in the morning for track practice. So I see this guy in video walking with bricks and I, I started getting PTSD. <laughs> you know, you start thinking about that. But um, yeah, so anybody who's who doesn't want to run a brisk walk twice a day, try to get in a 15-minute mile. It is not easy. There not to try that. My yeah. big around the block um square where I live, it's exactly four miles. And when I walk that, it takes me about an hour and 10 minutes. So and that's, you're, that's you're about, just, that's yeah. about 17, yeah. about 17 minute mile. And that's moving. And that's moving. Yeah. I'm moving. Yeah. That's definitely moving. So wow. there's that, there's my training knowledge for today that has nothing to do with this particular podcast right <laughs> or this episode, I should say. Well, uh, I think we should wrap it up with that. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. This was fun. It was. Thanks for joining me. Thanks guys. for having. Uh, thanks for having me, Dave. Now we have we have conversation between. <laughs> this is, I, I, I have the avenue for, for Mom Sarge. I have the avenue. While we're talking, she, she, be our moderator. she can handle the comments. <laughs> now, Mom, if somebody gets mad at me, okay, let me just tell you this. If that, you can't start cussing them out. You can't, you can't start threatening them and telling them what's going to happen. And you have to, I'm, I'm 53. I can handle myself. What'd you say to my son? I can see it now in the comment section. But, um, uh, okay. So she's talking to Maine right there. Maine. Hey, yeah. Like Dave said, subscribe to the show and, and, uh, let us know. Yeah. Let we us plan, know. We plan on doing more of these. So, uh, yeah. definitely jump in on the conversation again, when we go live about the contract. Yeah, I'd like to know what see, they say. My, see, she's doing her job now. You have to let me know what happens at that meeting. She, so that's that's her job. That's now. mom caring right there. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's her job. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, thanks for doing this. Thanks, Dave. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, thanks guys. Good thanks for joining. You, Tony. And, Had a blast. Uh, don't Good forget to uh, subscribe to the channel, and uh, there will be plenty more. Adios. Right. Peace. Bye.